From downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we had another sort of surprise direct that we're going to talk about. That's right. Two directs in a row. Uh, uh, guess where I'm going? I'm heading back east. Word. <laughs> B-I-N-G-O. <laughs> I totally want to talk about that Eastward Farm Sim thing. It's so weird. But there was so much of this direct that was just so weird. Welcome to a Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 388, your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about Nintendo Directs. Another one came out, super rumored, and it's, you know, Tokyo. So that's the time for it to happen. And it happened again. And we are your hosts. I'm Trey, Wicked Grape and the Sour Bunch, Johnson. I'm Jeremy. I saw the sign in the campground. Mikowski. And I'm John Tromboner Knitter. That was fucking weird too. Like it's a yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get to it. But it um, surprised me, but it didn't at the same time. I thought it would have happened a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. I had completely forgot about Trombone Hero, or the fuck it's called. And uh, I was listening because I just you know did the WART radio finally, and I was listening to that while I was delivering or whatever. And uh, I just like played any of the other WART radios that were on my queue and I got to the December one and it played a song from Trombone Hero or whatever it's called and I'm like oh yeah that game remember that game and then then this happened and I'm like well that the universe reminded me of it or whatever I guess but yeah, yeah. There, there was a new there was a new Nintendo Direct that happened September two directs in a row Mario Wonder and this Direct which actually most of the time while I was watching this Direct I was like weird or what the fuck or like why <laughs> that was that was a lot of what I said during this direct this felt like a weird s direct to me i don't know it was like 90 percent stuff that comes out next year and it was also like 90 percent remakes of old games like it very much seems like the uh the uh what, what do you call it the, the sunset of uh switch direct where it's like here's a here's some sh- here's some old shit again uh while we're working on other better things for our next system here you go this is what you get yeah, mario gets two rpgs and they're both old games yep it's true that <laughs> they it's like it kind of feels I, I was just thinking about that tonight, like when I was kind of like compiling my brain thoughts about it. I was like, it is strange that they, uh, there's two, it's two remakes of classic Mario RPGs. You really feel like they would have spread them out a bit more, wouldn't you? Right. Do you think they would maybe wait yeah. till they released Mario RPG before they released the other one? But whatever. I welcome that other one because that one was like, you know, that was the holy grail for so many people. So that was a game that I swore would never get re released. So. It makes you think that one or the other was supposed to come out a lot sooner. And yes, I also get the sunset vibes. Um, you know, it's just like a bizarro direct because it, it felt weird, but it still surprised me. And so I came away happy. It was definitely surprising. That's Maybe sure. a little confused, but happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, there was some, there was plenty of times where I was like, why? Who wants this? But uh, I guess we could, we well, we should start off, uh, I threw out a question to the community, just asking, uh, our Nintendo main community on Facebook, uh, what their, you know, what their predictions were, what their bingo card was and all that. So let's read some of those before we get into our own. So, uh, Amical Animal, who made, uh, Solus128, the developer, 
you remember him said oh, yeah man. there's another th- he's got another game out i haven't had a chance to try it yet but i really want to but he responded on uh twitter not that other thing um about about it and he said uh oh man i would lose my mind if there was a new f-zero and i said me too i would still lose it if f-zero gx got a remake re-release which i somehow convinced myself that was going to happen but i was very wrong um a lot and, of people thought that would happen. And he said, uh, "That's because we—that's because that's what we wanted. <laughs> what us true F Zero fans want. Not that what we got is bad, because I do love it too." Uh, he says, "I will accept that as an indicator they care about F Zero again. Certainly." Yeah, we should have said BAFTA winning <laughs> guest. Oh I yeah, yeah, about yeah. That he did. Too. He did win a BAFTA he was, too. Since yeah. we want to get BAFTA, mm-hmm. BAFTA winning friend of the show, amical animal. There you go. Thanks for responding. Um, also, our our uh, our patron. Friend of the show, Hutch, said, Final Fantasy Thirteen. I know I'm a broken record, but it will be on my bingo card until it happens. It's my Mr. Gimmick. <laughs> so there you go. That's David's Mr. Gimmick. All right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so I put, nice. um, just uh, just for the sake of, of Hutch and all that, I put Final Fantasy Thirteen on my bingo card, too, just for the fun of it. Because I'm like, you know what? Why not? Put it on there. We got all these other Final Fantasy games on I'm there. I'm surprised it's not on there. It's 13 could be strange. on. It's a PS3 game. It could totally run. It would run Considering fine on the Switch. They just went and there's right three of them. Put 15 <laughs> on there, yeah. There's three Final like Fantasy 15. 13s. That's true. Yeah. Well, the 15 is like a weird chibi uh, mobile game or whatever. It doesn't, it That's doesn't, true. It doesn't really count. But 13, uh, it's a PS3 game. It'd be fine. It'll, it'll run fine. But yeah, uh, yeah, we both we got responses on those. Also, um, here, one, one, one more. So uh, uh, another another friend of the show guest uh, Joel left left a full on bingo card on here. I'll just mention some things oh, that, nice. that didn't happen that he put on there, but good good predictions. House Flipper Two, <laughs> Kirby's Epic Yarn Remaster, uh, New Donkey Kong Country. I know a lot of people thought that Pushmo. That's that's a good one. Oh, uh, that's a really good one. Xenoblade Chronicles Export. Um, I just I just put Xenoblade Chronicles down on mine because I was like, I said, oh, I, had, I had uh, I had that on mine as well. Yeah, I didn't even see this bingo card, but I had that as a square. Uh, Silk Song update. You know, everybody wants the Hollow Knight Silk Song. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, Cocoon. That was a game that they think they saw at the Summer Games Fest. That was really cool. Uh, Fire Emblem Awakening Switch. Like that's a that's an interesting one. Re-release of the 3DS game. Uh, one just says Farm Sim. I'm sure that that counts. Uh, <laughs> Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker HD, Fatal Frame, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Cloud Port. I put Cloud Game on mine, and I, I haven't gotten anything for that for the next one. Maybe they're done with Cloud Games for now, or maybe they're done announcing them on Direct. Maybe we the, you were the only one playing Cloud Games. Jo- John played a lot of Cloud Games. <laughs> John played maybe like 500 guys, hours of Hitman Three. Y'all were the Cloud Gamers. Yeah. I played. Uh, Might as well call you Lucky Twos. I played Lucky I, Two. I played a uh, Resident Evil: The Village like almost twice all the way through on cloud. So <laughs> you did. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. And with Control. That. I had a lot of fun with that. I didn't beat Control, but I beat but I beat Resident Evil almost twice on there. So well, I also had Wind Waker Joel as a square on mine. So you know, great minds think alike and all that. Also, I had the, I probably we both probably had three squares. So you know, that's three. Yeah, I, actually, when I saw Free Space on the bingo, the first thing I thought was that was just some video game that was on PS5 that I didn't know about called Free Space. I mean, it sounds yeah, like a, it sounds like a video game, so I don't know. But yeah, some things that I had really weird omission from the direct: no Metroid. I had a Metroid block, no Metroid at all. I thought like zero mission, you know, for Game Boy Advance on the. You just gave to, up. Supposed to come to the Game Boy, just nothing. I thought I'd see. Well, I really, I really wanted to see Metroid Prime too. Obviously, as a lot of people. I did write four on there, so you know. 
Oh, you did. Yeah, I didn't say four because I still don't think it's going to happen. But Prime Two would have been not on, not on Switch. Not on Switch. But I like to be. I, I've I've become vague with my uh, bingo spots because Same. you know, so I could try to get something That's... out of it. I also feel like I do better when I think less. When I just like write them out quick. Yeah, I was uh, some because of them... I because then I get like whimsical and stuff, and it's like, well, yeah, Nintendo's whimsical, but that's not going to work. You just got to be more vague and more like off the cuff. There were there were some weird things that didn't that didn't show up that I was really like really it's like like Ease Ten Ease Ten is coming out at the end of the month. Like it's the new Ease game. It was made specifically for the Switch. I don't think I've seen it in any direct ever. I mean, well, I guess that Fal- is strange. I guess they have Falcom's been having like their own specific directs, like in Japan, for it. Okay, so it's been a separate thing. So maybe they're just like fucking but Nintendo. A huge deal. Well, let's like... just do our own thing. <laughs> but they do have their yeah. own directs where they show footage, and I've seen plenty of new footage of it and all that. And it's supposed to come out. I'm looking forward to it. So I was like, East Ten, show something. Or like Bot and Kaidos is out now. I figured they would have mentioned that. Is it out? It, yeah, it came out yesterday. The the remaster. Oh shit. Uh, Bot and Kaidos one and one and two is out. Yeah, I can't really either. <laughs> I said I'd put Final Fantasy thirteen on there. Dark Forces just because I like that game. I thought maybe they'd mention it. I thought they'd be like out today, and I'd be like, ee, and I'd be happy. But uh, just for the fun of it, I threw Marvel versus Capcom on there because hey, any of those games, where where are those at? We haven't played them in a long time. Marvel vs. Capcom one, two, three. I don't care. I'd even play Infinite. You know, put whatever on there. I'll play. I'd, I'd, I think I'll they could make good money selling that on the Switch. Yeah, or like re-release, re-release that Capcom Marvel vs. Capcom Origins game that was on PS3, which had like Marvel vs. Capcom one and like and like X Men and Marvel superheroes on there. Like release that. That was a cool game. You know, has two happened on console yet? Did they put that on? They did. Anything? It was on PS3, but it's not available anymore. I don't think. I think it's been removed because I couldn't re-download it and I couldn't find it to get it. The only one I could find was that Origins one that I got, but not two. Not Marvelous have come to. Yeah, Mortal Mortal Kombat One, like I thought, maybe there might be a mention of that since that that came out today too. Uh, for for Mortal Switch. Kombat, uh, that was on my list as well, and that kept me from getting two bingos. So, but I got one bingo. But if I had Mortal Kombat One on there, I would have got two. Yeah, you got one. You had some strategic placing on there. Other random thing like Fashion Dreamer. I was surprised that wasn't mentioned. Like that's you know that's coming up soonish. Beyond Good and Evil, I put that yeah. on there. I thought I might see that. Sonic Superstars, that should have been there. Yeah, that was I had that one too. Uh, Cloud Game, I said. Uh, once once again, being very vague. Uh, Dragon Quest. This one like kind of blew me away. It's like you have two fucking big Dragon Quest games coming out this year. One of them's coming out in like two weeks, and you're not even going to mention it on the. Th- I don't know. Maybe they got their own thing too. And whatever happened to Dragon Quest Three, the 2D HD remix? What the fuck happened to that game? Like that was. I feel like that got announced like four years ago or something. It's, and I don't know. I'm just like, put some Dragon Quest shit in there. You got that Adventures of Die game coming out. You got the Dragon Quest Monster game. You know, I figured there'd be some mention of it somewhere. But I guess they had a separate thing for that, too, as well. So whatever. Uh, Gotham Knights. Cause, oh, we'd there was see Minico's Night Market. Minico's Night Market. Yeah, I, I thought maybe that might be too indie, but we did see still see a lot of indie We've stuff on it. here, it's so it didn't really it's matter. Been like two. Yeah. I thought, I thought maybe that get, was like, more of an indie world in thing. Highly real. Yeah. But I mean, but there was a ton of stuff on this one that were indie, so it's like whatever. And Persona Five Tactica, that's coming out soon. I thought that might be on there, but that's pretty much my misses there. Do you have any extra misses you want to talk about, Jeremy? Uh, well, I was surprised there's nothing about Fire Emblem. Uh, I said, yeah, I don't know. They always talk about. It. I was, I was, I really thought by now we would get a stray port because yeah, they, 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 it seems like they would have figured out a way to throw that on the game, and like everybody would buy that on the Switch. Like, come on, 
Mm-hmm. Everybody on Switch would want to play a game where they're a cat. And Have you played that? Portable game. Have you played Stray? I've played a little free, bit. Right? I, I don't know. Plus, yeah, I have it. Well, through the PS Plus thing, I yeah. have. Yeah, but I've just, yeah, I have it. I just don't ever play it. I think I deleted it off my mm. console, but I can re-download. Um, I thought for sure there would be. Uh, let's see what I say. I thought for sure they would say something about new Nintendo 64 games, or they at least say something about NSO. Oh yeah, I put they that. I put that down off. too. I have. I had a spot that just says Nintendo Switch Online, but. Yeah, it did get mentioned twice in two other things, so I did yeah. mark it off. And the other thing is, like, I was just shocked there wasn't some sort of Kirby game because there's usually something around the holidays for Kirby. So yeah, that's the big messes I thought. And then, like I said, with the I, I in solidarity with Joel, I also had said, well, not I, we had both said it, Xeno Chronicle X and uh, Wind Waker. Just like it kind of it kind of would have fit because because like we said, the ch- the tone of this was like all right. Here's the here's the last of the ports we got for you, but uh, yeah, n- neither of those were on there. I'm surprised that they've never, and I've heard other people mention this before, but I'm surprised that there isn't a Xenoblade Chronicles Warriors game. Like, I would go, I would totally buy that game, like full price. Oh yeah, I, I did write out, a new like, Musou. I wrote a new Musou game on here. Yeah, I thought I'm surprised we fun. didn't see any of that. But if they made, if they did like a Xenoblade Chronicles uh, game that was a Musou game that was kind of like that was like um like the the uh, Breath of the Wild one or like the or like yeah. the Fire Emblem one where they like change the story up and there's crazy like time paradoxes or whatever. That would be awesome. Like I would play the crap out of that game. Like it would I and to see all the characters in there and have all the weird blades and all that. Like, yeah, let's do it. I, I would totally pay I also thought, for that. Yeah, this was a big one and I was shocked. I really thought Netflix was finally going to come out on the switch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you still you still you still pulling for that one. <laughs> was was Mario Wonder mentioned in at all in the it was, it was. OK, OK. I didn't I didn't cross for I didn't like a, myself an for extra. like a second. That wouldn't help. There was a really weird. So the, all right. I know we're jumping around, but this was like really weird. Uh, this is the first time in a direct I've ever seen like a, a montage recap. Like they obviously were like yeah, they, well. they were looking for some was, fi- I, I they were looking for odd. some filler here. They're like, all right, we we don't have enough games, so uh, let's do like two minutes, uh, just reminding you of all the stuff you saw like twenty minutes ago. I was like, what? So basically, you could <laughs> yeah. start right here. Yeah, it's like, hey, if video. you're just tuning in right now, uh, we we talked about these games earlier. That was really weird. I was like, uh, I don't know, that 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 was where I kind of felt like maybe they didn't have that as much as you would think where they're kind of like, well, let's do this part and just talk all over things again. And we really don't need wonder. Cause yeah, we just got a direct last week. So it's like, come on, we just don't. I, say, well, I wrote it on, say I wrote it on it. the bingo just as a, as a square. I put it on there too, just cause I knew that it was going to get mentioned. I wanted to, I thought about being specific and being like Mario wonder less than one minute or something like that. Cause it's like, don't get into it anymore. You've already shown enough. Like we just, just release the game. It's fine. We don't, we don't need to see any yeah. more of that game. Yeah. Show us more of the talking flowers, please. <laughs> you can mute them. You can mute them, but not. I don't know if we ever talked about that. You can you can mute them, but you still the text still shows up. You can either turn the text off yeah. and they still talk, or you can turn the talking off and the text still happens. But you can't turn them both off. So they must say something important at some point. I guess that they think you need, so you need they to must read or hear or whatever. The owner of Twitter decide how you mute the the flowers in this. <laughs> like not well. You have to pay eight dollars to mute the flowers. <laughs> oh god! There you go. No, no, it's That's it, DLC. For it's, you. it's for free. But yeah, let's just let's just go let's just go into the into the direct just one after another here. Sure. Uh, actually, I you know I I was kind of upset that I didn't put I was going to put Splatoon three on here as one of my spots and same 
I and then here it was at the very beginning. I'm like, why not? Uh, I should have put it on there. And yeah, it's a uh, that that new DLC looks kind of crazy. Like it's all white and you and you're in like a tower. Or I think something. it might bring me back to Splatoon three. You, you didn't. You didn't because you, the single player stuff was my favorite, and so like now we're gonna have another single player mode, and then I'll also probably get to play around the weapons more, and it'll make me want to play the multiplayer more again, probably. So you you you, you didn't play the Splatfest? You no, get, I haven't played Splatfest in a long time. No, oh, it was fun. I played it. I was uh I was kind of too drunk to play it, but I tried to because <laughs> uh, we went to a wedding and there was an open bar, and by the time we got back and I tried to play the Splatoon, I was like. I can't play. So this I saw game. Jess was officiating that wedding, right? Yeah. Nice. Uh they did uh a Caroline's wedding as well. But we're taking <laughs> a break taking a break from that. <laughs> too too close too close to each other for officiating. It's like no more. Uh but yeah, no, I I thought it looked I thought that it looked really pretty. The whiteness looked, looked cool. Yeah, it's like it's like some sort of crazy tower thing and you get the whiteness looks cool. Yeah. That's funny out of context. The mono monochrome, I guess. The the monochromeness right. of it is, is cool. It's kind of, yeah, it's thrown it to a, it's given it a different look. I think it's also like sort of um, kind of, I don't know if I call it a roguelike, but it is a little bit. There's some randomosity to it. So the fact they're bringing that to it make, means every run you do is going to be different. The challenge is going to vary. Maybe I don't know if it's going to actually get harder, the better you do or anything like that. But yeah, actually you mentioning that, like when I was first watching it, I thought it was going to be like a variation of big run. Or like, or like salmon run, you know, like what you're talking about, how it's kind of, you know, how, how it's sort mm-hmm. sort of, uh, um, what, whatever you just said, uh, roguelike, yeah, roguelike, or it's sort of roguelike. And actually, watching it, watching um the Splatoon person run around and kill those fish things, it totally looks like salmon run. Like it looks like something you would do with like all these different creatures chasing you and collecting the eggs and all that, you know. So this, I, I thought maybe it was a, it was a crazy like I thought it was a, a crazy like white big run or something. I don't know. The the mono the I monochrome don't recall of it, it ever showing like numerical like marks of damage in any other of the other modes. So oh that yeah, gives yeah. It like an RPG feel. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that that's, doesn't do that in Salmon Run. It's because of the upgrades, right? Because you can get the upgrades that'll up your defense and stuff. Maybe that's why it's there because it'll show you what your I don't know yeah. what the differences oh, are. Oh, just show you like the differences in your boons or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely got like a. It's yeah, it's meant for playing over and over and over and over and over again. So. As a single player mode, I welcome that it can, because yeah, you literally just play that forever and never play multiplayer again <laughs> if you wanted. Multiplayer is so fun though. Oh, I like it, but it's cool. It's just like another full game within a game. Weirdly enough, it kind of reminds me of that GameCube game, uh, Piano Four, or Piano Three, whatever it is. It's back there somewhere. You can find it in my background. I don't know what that is. Oh, Piano Three. Piano Three. Yeah, it was. It was a Capcom. Very, was a, it, a piano, it was yeah. a Capcom game that was like very monochromatic, like that, where it was like all white and like all cream and like yeah. different areas, and you played. It was as, part like, of that summer of whatever. I think. Capcom, Cap, 5. Capcom Five. Yeah, it was on the Capcom Five. You're right. It's not that great of a game, uh, but but it looked. Cool. I only it ever cool played the, the demo. Time. I bought it for real cheap somewhere. But it's it's not very good. But it it looks like like the the aesthetic of it kind of looks like that. But yeah, it's um probably something that won't be included with Nintendo Switch Online, so you have to buy it again. But after that, uh, the uh, the ultimate erasure of Charles Martinet continues with uh, the re-release of Mario vs. DK. <laughs> Listen to our you know uh, patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Uh, we did an episode about Charles Martinet, and one of the first. Uh, memorable quotes that i played was charles martinet doing his italian gibberish from that very game from mario vs dk and now it's getting re-released with probably not charles martinet on there which kind of makes me a little sad 
it does kind of feel like like John was saying they're trying to erase him. <laughs> let's let's re let's re release games new games without Charles on there. It's like, do you think they especially that one because that one had about this that one had so much talking in it. Like I I don't know it, and I thought that was part of the charm of it is how much how like chatty Mario was, but it was kind of funny because it was all like blah, 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 blah. or like you know you big, I wonder big I do wonder if like uh they waited to tell us about it until after, after they <laughs> yeah. were like he's retiring because it's like they'd already recorded all this stuff like what if they recorded all that dialogue and he didn't even know about it yet like he got replaced like all right we gotta let him down easy we've already done all the voice for that game uh hey charles come over here Mm-mm. we're gonna have a conversation with you yeah have you ever heard of like a lateral move in a company we so we got this ambassador position that we're yeah i don't know it's just, it's got like it's kind of weird come back here you big monkey Come back here, you. You know that that thing. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Uh, it's like you're taking him out and into the forest and telling him about the rabbits or something. But uh, <clears throat> but yeah, moving on from there. Uh, but oh yeah, Mario versus Donkey Kong. Uh, what do you what do you think? What are your thoughts on that? Are you? I mean, I I actually I really liked the Game Boy Advance game when it came out. It's definitely the best one of any of those Mario versus DK games, hands down. I agree. I played the shit out of it, and I think I borrowed it from you. I don't think I ever had it myself until oh, did you? somewhat recently. Okay. I think you loaned it to me because yeah. you liked it so much, and then I played it, and I kept it. It was one of those games where I actually went back to the levels and like tried to get all the presents and stuff because I, I liked it so much. And it That's a- rare for me to when I like go do that in games, and uh, it's just a really fun game. Like I don't know if I'm going to buy it on Switch. I do own it already on the game boy advance i have two i have two copies of it actually on game boy advance i don't know how that oh, happened nice. but i have doubles of it yeah so but it, no it's a lot of you fun so if it's the remake of the game boy one or is it brand it new it looks it's, like it's, it's, it's a remake, a re- it's, a remake. it's a remake of the it's remake one. Yeah. yeah i hope it's 40 bucks then it's like fi- it's 50 60 bucks that would be a no for me it's 50 i looked it up the 50 okay. that that seems to be the that, that seems much. to be like nintendo's that is kind of high for a remake of a Game Boy Advance game, but a I mean, game it's, game. but it's complete Game Boy Advance game, but uh, it's a, but it is completely redone, you know, like everything, all the graphics are completely different and all that. So, but yeah, 50 bucks is kind of a little bit high for it. I don't know. Yeah. If it was 60, I'd be kind of like, what are you doing? But yeah, no, that's what, but 50 even is kind of like, what, what, what is this? But I mean, it's, I have great memories of it. I thought it was a lot of fun. It has a really, really cool final boss. I remember that. And like all, it's basically like, if you love the original Donkey Kong, here's more of it. Like really cool. It's every level is like its own puzzle and all that. And it's neat. And and you could say it's the sequel to the Donkey Kong 94 game, which we still haven't it's seen. It's totally, yeah. In it's any totally way. like the direct sequel to that, I think. Yeah. So we, I mean, that's not on the Game Boy Advance app or anything like that. So you could bring that on there, and then it is kind of weird to like instead of putting it on the Game Boy Advance app, it's like here's a remake. I don't know. It's I don't know. I'm really wondering if those voice lines weren't recorded a long time ago. <laughs> It'd be funny if they just used the same voices, the same voice lines from the Game Boy Advance with all this like beautiful, beautiful like new graphics, but it's still like that that muddy Game Boy Advance voice <laughs> it's, it's all like yeah i mean they, they wouldn't do that but it would be kind of funny i want that buzzy speaker aesthetic but yeah no i mean it's uh it's a fun game yeah it might be a little i don't know february there, there's speaking of yeah two two uh number two next year's right there and then th- this one was almost on my bingo card i don't I, I don't know i just thought they wouldn't mention it but prince of persia the lost crown the new prince of persia game also next year 
coming out in January. I don't know. It looks it looks fine. You know, it's you know a lot of these are like what what am I what am I doing at this time or am I what do I have you know what's my money situation or whatever. That Karateka game that's coming out um, is the same developer that did Prince of Persia, so it's kind of a big year for him. What's his name? Jordan. I can't remember. Jordan something. Mechner? Yeah, I don't know. I've heard so many podcasts talk about him. I should remember it, but I don't. Sam, Mech- Jordan Mechner, Mechner, right? Jordan. Mechner. He figured out. He did rotoscope on his own. He's he's, he's a big deal. I think it's Mechner. That's his name. Yep. But uh, but yeah, uh, new Prince of Persia that's two D and not three D. Honestly, when I saw this, I thought maybe they would mention that. Do you, you remember that? Like uh, kind of it, what was it? The um. It was, it was like announced and then it went away and came back like the remake of the GameCube one or the re-release of the GameCube one. Like that kept was going to happen, then it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. I thought maybe that would be attached to this. I'd be like, oh, hey, you know, Sands of Time, maybe, you know, if it's not too much. And I like that first one a lot. Actually, kind of a funny story with that first game. Uh, there was this there was this guy that I knew that used to hang out at bars and stuff. And I, I don't know, we were talking about video games and I was, well, we were talking about Prince of Persia. And I was like, I really like that Sands of Time game. And he's like, He's like, yeah. He's like, you know what? I did the voice of the prince in that. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. Really? So I, I believed him. And I told everybody that he was the prince in the game. And he said he was just fucking with me. It was never true. So I, I like carried on, carried on this whole thing. And I told everybody that he was the prince and, and prince of Persia. And then like months later, he's like, dude, I never did that. I was just fucking with you. I was like, well, you have to realize that I had one of my upstairs neighbors was like, was like one of the um, uh, motion caps was did motion capture for like Bioshock. So like. I was in this world where I thought you might run into somebody at a bar who did the voice of Prince Persia. So, I mean, I mm-hmm. automatically believed it because, you know, you run into people who do shit all the time. Like a friend of mine ran yeah. into the person who wrote the opening theme song to the 2012 Turtles show, like at, at the Owl on a Saturday night. You know, like you see all sorts of people yeah. walking around Chicago. So you never know. I mean, I saw also, you work in film and, you know, <laughs> you're used to seeing people who are famous and do. Cool yeah, for things. you, you're just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you That's never know. So person. I was just like, I just figured that, yeah, he just probably did the voice for it. I don't know. I didn't know. But yeah, it was kind of funny. But yeah, Prince Persia, uh, yeah, it looks fine. It's a maybe. But what was, uh, let's see, what was after that? Horizon Chase 2. This one uh, was, a, was a sure one for me. I already bought it. Uh, it's my second time getting it, I guess, technically, because I played, because I did play it on Apple Arcade, because it, it was on Apple Arcade exclusively first. So my mind, blew, like, blew, like what? for a second just like for you because i was just like holy shit a new horizon chase like that's trey's favorite game and it, it i was it took me a couple hours to be like wait a minute that i already played it <laughs> yeah. there was another one of there there was already one of these it was just exclusive to apple yeah so, but I, I like it being on switch i mean I, I i i like playing it on a tv better than playing it on my phone even though it worked fine with the backbone you know it was cool to mm-hmm. play it with the with the bluetooth and all that but it's nice to have it on a tv even though it's weird, like, so I got it, and it, it was kind of janky when it first started. Like, when I opened it, it said, right, like, right band, like, RB for everything, like, for A, B. They fixed it now. Now all the buttons actually say the switch buttons, but they all said RB everywhere. And when you start, it'll keep asking you to join the Epic, whatever, epicgames.com or whatever. Just press B, and you'll get past it. But I tried to do it, and it never worked, so. That kind of sucks that you get stuck with that thing right at the beginning where it's like, oh, you have to start an account. Like, nobody likes that. Nobody wants a game that makes you start an account at the beginning. Just let you play the damn game. Yeah, don't play anything by Ubisoft because they always do that. But regardless, it's a great game. Uh, now I can finally cancel my Apple Arcade uh, membership because <laughs> that was the only thing I played on there. So it's like, uh, I guess I played What the Car, but, you know, I played enough of that. 
but it's cool. It'll come to Switch eventually. Anybody, yeah, anybody who likes racing games, check it out. I, I've said it before, Horizon Chase Turbo was like the best racing game that wasn't Mario Kart 8 on Switch. So I've played it. I like it. Well, it's it's yeah, great. The first one. It works really well for people who like arcade racers that are really, it's really like Twitch based, you know, like reaction. Like the idea is going really fast and weaving in between the cars. And that's, that's really cool. And you get to collect little tokens and stuff and unlock new cars and, and all that shit. It's fun. And then after that was this game that I completely forgot was in there until now. A uh, super crazy rhythm castle. Uh, Heard good things about it. Yeah. Someone said, don't sleep on it. Yep. I mean, it looked weird and quirky. I just kind of, I, mean, I guess I sleep if you're in a super crazy rhythm castle. Yeah. I just kind of yeah. like, just forgot it existed until just now. <laughs> so, I mean, it looks weird and it's actually coming out this year. So there you go. That's what two games on this list that are coming out this year. Yeah. This is number two versus all the others. So there you go. I don't know. It looks weird. It comes out in November. There's probably not a million other games. So it'll be out by then. Kidding. What is, I don't remember what Spy versus Spy X Anya is either. So I That's so like, yeah, I, I could actually talk about it a little bit uh, because when I first saw it, I'm like, why do all these characters look so familiar? So there's an anime. I think it's on uh, Hulu. It's called Spy X Family. Oh, it's and Spy it's, X Family. I get it. Yeah, no, I, yep. I so saw a couple it's the, of those. It's the uh, it's the daughter of the spy family. She's also part of the spy family. I, I think. Spoilers, but I think towards the big end of the season, they bring her into the the operation, so she's part of the spy thingy or whatever. I think she has like sure supernatural abilities of some form, and I don't know if they're going to use them in this game. But her her whole perspective on the world is super duper cute, and like she's got her puppy, like who used to be like uh one of the uh he's like a really smart dog that the bad guys like had prisoner, and they like saved him in one of the episodes. So the dogs like part of the family and also like special in a way. So I don't know. This looks, I, I might get this just because I like the character so much. I really liked that first season and can't wait for the second one. Whenever it happens. Seems like one of those, she can read one lines, of those right? uh, vacation games. That Trey likes. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of does. But Boko it? no Natsu Yasumi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or something in that vein. Uh, it's, I mean, more, there, it's I mean, going to be a, a less intense version of what happens in the spy X family. Yeah, I would, series probably i was gonna say those boko games like nothing happens so that's that's the beauty of it like it's not there is no action it's just you you just hang out in in uh, the summer in japan over the seven no over like a 70s summer or something like that then that's what it is but yeah i don't know yeah i i, I kind of i thought it looked familiar to me too and i didn't realize what it was and you put it together so there you go and then after that we got uh more info on super mario rpg of course i had this on my bingo card, because yeah, of course they didn't said that much about it, so we'll get we'll get. I don't know why I didn't put it on mine. Information, an easy point. They talked about what the percentages in the corner mean. Now, now you can do uh, uh, combo moves like Chrono Trigger. So there you go. Yep, <laughs> you can have your two favorite games uh, be more connected again. So I will tell you, watching it, getting getting it put into my head the second time, and and getting to hear more of the uh, compositions, especially like the the updated compositions. That game, the original game, just has such weird and awesome music, and uh, uh, yeah, the music it was, was really cool hearing like the boost. I think they ended with like the booster tower theme, which is one of the coolest like mm-hmm. themes in there. And I don't know, like I got excited, and I think I might actually end up getting this game now just because I want to play it with the in, with the updated music. That might be what brings me back to it. Y- Yoko, Yoko Shimomura. Uh- who did uh, it sounds so many, good. many lots lots of music. Uh, I think she did. Uh, also did Mario Kart, right? 
no, that's the original that's, that's, Mario that's Kart. Soy, that's a different person. That was um, a different female composer, but yeah. Uh, Yoko Shimomura did uh, the music from Street Fighter, Street Fighter Two, even. That's so right. Going back that far, and yeah, she did a lot of lots of lots of great things. Uh, she did um, she did the soundtrack for Live Alive also, and I think she did she helped out with some of the Xenoblade stuff as well, maybe like the first one. But yeah, it uh, has, has a really yeah the music is really good on that. Also, um, they you can go back and fight the bosses again, like for a harder version. If you want to do live three beat, the yeah, game, I, think I guess like, you can do. So I wonder if it's kind of yeah. like you know, Qlex was like an ultimate boss that was optional. So now you'll have like different versions of the bosses that are there's an ultimate version. I really do like that. Did like you that see? Uh, did you see Qlex in there? It was, I didn't see Qlex. Was he in there? Well, it doesn't show Qlex, but it shows you uh, shows you using the thing to like uh, melt the door to go to Qlex. Okay, they show that part. Okay. So I, I caught that. I was like, oh, I know what that is. So now that you now that you're kind of into uh, turn-based games with action elements, John, does that make you interested in Mario RPG now? Yeah, but I'm also a little conflicted because I like to play the originals rather than remakes. That's just kind of my play it on uh, your thing. Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah, gotta, yeah, I might go ahead and just do that. Instead. Gotta play it on there because uh, it never made it to the SNES app for probably maybe because of this reason because they're re-releasing. I will tell you, the music still sounds wonderful and the games wonderful on the SNES and. You're probably fine just playing that. I'd say the music's pretty good. The uh, what was it? The um, this was another one that was kind of a what the fuck one after this. Uh, and do you, does anybody remember another code on DS? Do you ever play that game? I don't. I remember hearing about Trace Memories. Like that's something. Oh that yeah, yeah. Is that sure, is that, that brings... is that different than another code? I thought those were the same. That's no, the same. They said it's it's a remake of of that. Okay, because uh, well, this the reason that I remember it, and I have Trace Memories. But the reason that I got it was because it was the same people who did Hotel Dusk. Did you ever play Hotel Dusk? Because no. that game was yep. fucking awesome. Like I, I beat it in like a couple days because it was so good. It, it was you, you held your your uh, DS like a book, and you kind of like it, it was basically like it. You know, it was an was it was, that the it was uh, a visual novel, but it was all in black and white, and it was all like hand drawn. And was, that's not what's beautiful. the nine 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 one? That's nine doors, one. nine lives, nine whatever. Yep. That, yeah. That's not connected to those. I don't know. Hotel I think Dusk. it's the same people. But Ho- but Hotel Dusk was, was fucking beautiful. So I went back and tried uh, uh, Trace Memory, but I couldn't get into it as, as I did with Hotel Dusk. Right? Isn't that what it's called? And it has like a Hotel Dusk Room 215 is the full name of it. But yeah, it was about a, it's basically about a detective and it's like a murder mystery and you and you play it like a book and it's really cool. I don't know if that would translate well to a remake on Switch, but it was a really, really good game. But I'll, you know, I'll, I will, I'll maybe try this, this one version of it. Uh, another code there's also a never released version of uh of one of the games in the series not or released never here. released in, in north america yeah, that's yeah. what i meant Jessica, yeah that's another code our journey into lost memories yeah that's a we and that's a weave game so if you if you're following like any of the twitter stuff from pro or whatever uh they they mentioned that there would be a Wii slash ds game in the direct and that's okay. what this is i believe so there you go. But yeah, no, it's a, another game for next year. So I guess uh, they're making January a little crowded. What about Princess Peach Showtime? I think this Look game is kind of interesting. I'm definitely getting it, yeah. That that was my middle name because I thought the Wicked Grape and the Sour Bunch was a really funny name for like the uh, the, the evil team that you're that's going after you or whatever. But no, I thought it looked cool. Like, uh, yeah, she finds like a, what, like a magical theater or something that gives her different costumes that give her different abilities. It kind of felt like an RPG almost kind of reminded me of, uh, 
bravely default, <laughs> you know, where you wear the different outfits that turn you into different classes and stuff like that. That's kind of what I, the vibes that I got from it. I wonder if yeah. this is the same theater where Super Mario Bros. 3 happened. I mean, they're all kind of the same theater, right? It's, it's the same, There's definitely, same yeah, district theater, down the street. With, with, the, with like, I, I never played Super Princess Peach, but I do know like all the other games where you can play as Peach kind of usually have like a theater sort of, because like Mario 2 is like a theater and um, then and Paper like, Mario 2. And the, and Paper Mario, they're very theatery, and then like she's like doing stuff behind the scenes, and that's also kind of fits into the whole because she like does baking and stuff in that, and you play like in the Paper Mario style, you are controlling Peach to go like bake and stuff. So I don't know, it's kind of cool to uh, think of like having more jobs as Princess Peach. And she's badass, as we find out in a uh, well the movie, but also in uh, Mario uh, uh, Odyssey. They really just had her be like doing her own thing and like. Oh yeah, I like that ending. Not a lot. really needing that, your help as was, much. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun ending. When, There's one part when, in this where she was doing martial arts and it looked like actually a pretty cool uh, beat 'em up fighting section of this mm-hmm. game. Yeah, kind of. It, it kind of looks like they're like uh, combining a lot of different genres. Is kind of what they're going for. Is what it kind of looks like. Where you where when you become when you become like the detective, you have like a it's like a point and point and click. Uh, yeah, uh, his whatever visual novel mystery in thing. Luigi's Mansion three, like floor to floor, like it would be an all new like environment and stuff. So it's kind of like that where you're gonna go floor to floor. It's Peach's own game, so it's got its own sort of you know it's like its own vibe, but at the same time it feels like slots right into that like side side characters, you know? Because even yeah, Captain Toad, yeah, it's, it's just hopefully this is a, it, this is better than Super Princess Peach, which I keep hearing. I played. I, about, I, I played that I, game. I actually want to play it sometime. <laughs> I, I, I had still that, want to try it. I had that game. I, I bought it for it. Was, it, was, it was fine. It's fine. It's just weird. It's, it has this like weirdly sexist stuff to it, where she like cries to. Right. That's like her powers is crying a lot. Even though I guess I've heard people defend it as like she's really a Japanese god and she's creating rain or something like that. Whatever. Mm. But it's a you know, it's a weird game. <laughs> but stuff might have gotten lost in translation. I think this game looks a lot better than that game does. I'll say that. No, this one, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. And March, yeah, March of next year. It, it makes you think that those Switch 2 rumors are maybe not as, I mean, I'm sure there's Switch 2 coming, but maybe it's not as soon as you think because there's a lot. Well, of and they're saying like games coming out, coming out in the winter. And they're really pushing it up to the edge of winter with 322. <laughs> yeah, like, right. What is it? Yeah, that was. Isn't spring 323 like or whatever? Like, Yeah, here's for, uh, yeah, here's for winter. Uh, this has come out at the end of March. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, but literally are, the last day of winter. They're always real loose with these, uh, with whatever they say. It's like, oh, it'll be this, but then it's not. They want to, uh, what's that? Temper expectations. That's right. Sure. Uh, speaking of tempering expectations, uh, how, who's excited to play another saga game? I know you are, Jeremy. You're a big saga guy. Yes, saga. <laughs> it's like you know me. Like when everybody was playing Sega, I was playing Saga. I think the I think I'm the only person who owns a Saga game on this show. I own that I own that new one that I it's actually in my sealed file because I never played it, but it was made. Uh, I know that eight four like helped out with it, so I always thought it was interesting, and I bought it when it was really really cheap, like five bucks, and I just never got around to playing it. But yeah, this these games are always really weird. Oh no, wait, I played Saga too. Uh, I played the the Super Famicom one. I did play that one, and they're fucking weird. Like they look like Final Fantasy, but they're not like Final Fantasy. Like there's like permadeath and like the way you level up is really weird. And there's like a million different characters and they all have like crazy backstories. And they're just like these really wacky, incredibly complex RPGs is what I got from it. And I don't know. They made, they scare me. I don't know. I don't, it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to try that game. It looks too hard. 
But it, I don't know. It looks prettier than the other one did, I guess. The, I think the graphics are cool. There's a bunch of different characters. I mean, they all have a bunch of different characters in them, so that's pretty much par for the course for those games. I don't know. I think that's another one for next year, too, right? Yep, 2024. They're uh, batting a thousand. Perhaps right? not in the winter. Speaking of stuff that I really don't know why it was on here and don't know if I care, uh, who wants a who wants a, a remake of Tomb Raider 1, 2, and 3? <laughs> The one thing I do think is cool. Starring Lara Croft. Yes. I was going to say, remember, this is not remake. This is remaster. This isn't the one starring Duke have, Nukem. It has a really cool feature, which I think you're probably going to get to, Trey. Yeah. you can. Oh, I was just going to say, the only thing I thought was really, really neat is that you can change the graphics from the old graphics to the new graphics at any point, and that is awesome. But yep. I don't think that's going to be able to, to, to fight the utter boredom that I got from playing those games, even when they it came out. They didn't say whether or not so. the music would do the same, but... Um, yeah, you can you can see like Lark Croft in her. I don't know. She was inspiring teenage fantasies or whatever in her in her uh, limited polygons. Like that that lady's has got something special going on. I thought you didn't talk about how she could cut glass originally in the in the piece. I mean, she could. There was some real as as an Indiana Jones major, type major character. That's very yeah. useful. Yeah, I you know I I tried playing the first game, and this is my this is my uh, this is the way I'll explain uh, Tomb Raider games. And this is actually a lot of games are like this. There's other games that are like this too for me. The game is fun for about a couple seconds until you get lost and you have no fun for about three hours until you find out what the thing is that got you lost. And then you have fun for about five seconds and then you get lost again for like six hours and you don't have fun. So your fun time is very limited in those sorts of games for me. I don't know. And, and I thought the controls were awful. Like uh, it, when you jump, you get a jump like way before you actually get to the end. It's very weird the way it runs. I'm wondering if it's still going to control like that. I don't yeah. know. Well, remember it's like the, the jumps that... also like to do the crouch to begin the jump. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like the it came out before the Dual Shock, so it was back when the PlayStation was just the D pad. Yep. Yep. I, I, I have no love for these games. You know, that yes, I don't dislike them. I just never played them and was disinterested in them. Because the only one I ever, I, I just thought you know, sixty four was the thing, and uh, like, why didn't the PlayStation have a analog stick? So I just dismissed them right away. Yeah, they didn't until PS two. I played, I played the one that was on three sixty because I think it it came out for free or I got a really good deal on it. Yeah, because it was on sale, but it was whichever the the hyper realistic, the overly the overly violent one where you get to you get to see her have a spear stuck through the bottom of her. Throw yeah, she's like or it's really yeah, it's she's really, like really disturbing. Wading through a body yeah. full of dead body or a water way full of dead bodies. Those those, those yeah, it's pretty it's pretty gross. Those deaths, some of them were like, like that one where like the spear goes through the bottom of her like throat, like out her mouth. Like I was like, ugh. And I'm not really you know I'm not that queasy on uh, stuff like that. But that one was like, oh man, did we really need to go that far? Like, do we need? And she just yeah. pulls yeah. it out and keeps going. You know, it's fine. <laughs> the thing that I remember most about those games, at least the, I think it was the first one, that you could fall to your death and she'd just be like crumpled there in a pile of Laura Croft. And yeah. <laughs> you could do that. The, the game would not continue until you hit start again. So you could just like leave. <laughs> like, you have to no think music, about it. Like, there's like a dead pile of Laura, Laura Croft there. You have to think yeah, about Laura, dead Laura Croft for a while. <laughs> yep. And and don't don't get me wrong. I'm not a Tomb Raider hater. I just I just didn't couldn't get into those original PlayStation One ones. I actually really liked the Tomb Raider Underground that was on PS3. I played that for a decent amount of time. I think if nothing else, this is just like yeah, those later ones. Throw everything cool on too. the Switch, like. The yeah. Switch is uh is the everything system and more and more. Yep. It's gonna be done in a couple of months, so let's put a bunch of remakes on there. 
uh, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's it was just kind of I was one of the things I was just like, who wants that? I was like, well, somebody does. Like, I'm sure they're gonna drop the price of the switch, and it's just gonna sell so many more copies when they do, mm-hmm. or not copies, but hardware units, and then these kinds of games are gonna be the reason why I think like. You can play all the Tomb Raiders on it. You can play, you know what I mean? Like, it makes yeah. sense. I, I mean, on if they do the later ones, I might try. Like, the, I mean, I really like Tomb Raider Underground, like before the 361. Like, I thought that one was cool. And that was on PlayStation Plus or something. So I played it. But yeah, whatever. But next, uh, another game that's coming out this year, actually in a few weeks Detective Pikachu Returns, Pikachu 2. More stuff. Yeah, like that. two weeks, three weeks. Kind of showing like the same thing of that. But it's, you know, I don't know if I'll get it, but. I like that first one. I mean, this is the only P- the only Pokemon game that John would ever like because it's basically like a Pokemon point and click with the, uh, you know, murder mysteries and all that stuff. And I like how you can use you can take Pokemon and use their powers to help you solve the mysteries and all that. Like that's cool. Like that. I don't think that was in the other one in the original 3DS one. So that's still the cool. best video game movie I've seen. Maybe other than maybe the Dragon Quest one, which I really liked. Yeah, it was it was up there. The Detective Pikachu good. movie was really good. Mm-hmm, for sure. Maybe so, I wouldn't have said it was really good back then, but now that I've seen a lot more, <laughs> now that you've seen Mar- the Mario movies, movie, <laughs> you know I'm what, like that is really good. You know what's what it's up against. So I'm wondering if the you know in, in the game, I guess the plot is the same as the movie where the kid is looking for his dad. And I just think it would be funny if after all these years they just come to the same conclusion that it, <laughs> it was like Pikachu, like his dad turned into Pikachu or something. I, in I the think movie. I think they I think they're going to because I. I thought that it already came out in Japan and it was just not released here. So the whole story was already told before the movie came out. And that was the story. So I don't think it's going to be any different. Because it was supposed to be a 3DS game, right? Like this it was this also was a 3DS game. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was a 3DS game that was only released in Japan. I thought it actually came out. It just didn't come out here at the second one. So whatever. It's Pikachu Detective. This was my first what... Not my first what the fuck moment. But I, like I said earlier, Trombone Champ... What the fuck? <laughs> it's really weird how you play it too. You actually use the you can use the fucking the camera on your on your uh, Joy-Con to like move yeah, move your you hand it. in front of so, it to do the it's, different. It's kind of how a it's in a way it's how a uh, a theremin works. Oh, sure. I mean, it really yeah, like a rudimentary kind of way like a theremin would work. So it really does kind of make it. I don't know. I'm compelled, especially the, it's got multiplayer. The other yeah, one, the other one did fun. You know, like. I've, so far, I've played it mostly just with the controller. There's actually four different controllers. Oh, you bought options. it? Oh, yeah. I, I bought it. Yeah. yeah. How do you how do how do so, you play it? Or what are the? There's options? four different control options. So um, I don't I don't remember them all specifically, but basically, there's one where you just tilt the controller up and down. There's one that uses tilt plus motion, which I think that's the one that I'm settling on. Uh, the 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 other one I forget, but but the one that you're talking about now is is the the IR camera mm-hmm. and it, it works pretty good. Like I will say, I wish it had a little bit more range, but maybe that's just a problem for me. Cause I have long arms. Like if I mm-hmm. pretend like I'm actually holding a trombone and stretch my arms out. Oh yeah. I get it. Cause yeah, it's like, of, it's like you're moving the thing. Yeah, my arms kind of go out of range yeah. of that. So, um, but you can adjust it. You can actually get in there and, and adjust. I was going to say that. I don't know, John, I don't know if they make special trombones for people with longer arms. I think they're a standardized size. They don't have, be they don't have trombone that, XLs. That I'm excluded from. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be a tuba player or something. New Nintendo trombone XL. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I completely forgot about this game and thought everybody else did, but yeah, here it is. So I, I kind of 
I kind of you know, hesitated because it's 15 bucks and it just seems like a novelty game to me. But I will say that after I got it, like they really put a, the most they could into a, a trombone game. Like it, it just looks really nice. The menus are really laid out nicely and visually appealing. And there's all kinds of different options in there. And I, I think there's, I don't know how many songs there are, but there must be like 40 or 50 songs. See, I'm um, curious about, um, and you don't have to it pay all, $100 to play them like the final. Fantasy I haven't, game. I haven't, right. I haven't like played it on Steam for a while, but, uh, mm. is it still seem like all the music is like, uh, uh, what's what I'm looking, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, free. Yes. Okay. So, um, oh, uh, now that it's yeah. on a switch, public domain, there's no, there's no public domain. That's the word. There's mm. no Nintendo songs on it there's no nintendo songs on there it's so weird it's, they wouldn't throw like even one on there for it is kind of weird especially well, i mean nintendo didn't make it that they ripped off you know yeah. oh it's totally yeah, they, like yeah yeah but they featured it and and i don't know maybe maybe they're saving that for a dlc or something i don't know okay that, that would be cool if they had if they had uh uh you know nintendo music seems like natural but of the first non-public domain song you could play on trombone champ was the switch version they could have sold so many more copies oh well yeah yeah it probably it's, would it's have sold odd. a lot more yep yeah but maybe I'm that's sure the case still... of nintendo being nintendo and being like well we don't want our songs to sound all weird especially and... since they have a special control scheme just for the switch yeah yeah i'm glad they went to the the trouble of doing that control scheme i think it's it's pretty fun i think some people will will prefer it that way me i did I, feel I, it reminded me of uh the, the interface always reminded me of donkey konga so adding all the yeah. public domain songs just it made it just I mean, more so. I mean, yeah, Donkey Kong had like really, really uh, went through the public domain shit as well. You're playing a fucking Happy Birthday on that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even though I thought that was, I thought yeah. that was still you still had to pay money for that. Like even I didn't think it was fully public domain. Now maybe, but yeah, isn't there like uh, was it uh, Mary? Mary had a lamb and like all this other shit on there. Like it's Bob like Black like, like like nursery rhymes and like uh, all this shit. Yeah, it's like okay, but this one is. You know that that game is you know that, that was kind of a goofy game too, but this one is really leaning into it. So the fact that I'm playing like <laughs> I had some laugh out loud moments with with this. There was the the theme from 2001: A Space Odyssey, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. with all those like long pauses, and that that was the funniest one so far because you know <laughs> these long dramatic pauses was just a drum roll. Dum, dum, you know dum, what's coming dum, up is going to be just like dum. the stupid trombone note. Nice. <laughs> there, there's even one part in the middle of the song where, like, after you've done that for three or four times <laughs> in the dead silence. I had my headphones on, so I heard it. Someone, someone just let out a little fart. They put a little fart in there. Like mm. after you're waiting, you're anticipating. He goes just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a really funny game. I, I laughed out loud several times so far. Do you think your nephew's gonna like it? Oh, he's gonna love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plus, they put a lot of work into the animations and stuff, which are another surprising element. Like when you're playing like the French. Uh, national anthem and all of a sudden like some ladies in frilly outfits just start prancing by you know, <laughs> that, that'll get you it's funny i gotta get it for the for the for the frilly outfits no, i mean it's, i mean you know frilly outfits mean there might be doilies and i collect doilies so there you go i might have to get that's this game it's a, a great thing to collect game that i won't get is a uh, battle crush what is what is that it looks like a moba game that looks kind of cool it's free to play oh um, yeah it struck me as like a battle royale meets Smash Brothers, but it's at a nice symmetric view. 
Uh, that's why I thought it looked like a MOBA. So I don't know. Well, but I guess yeah, you can jump and stuff. I don't know. I don't play. I don't play those games. So I don't know. How, I don't know how. It's free. What Give like. it a try. There's a lot of things that are free. But what isn't free is my time. So probably won't waste it on that game. But it's also not coming out till next year. So I'll forget about it by the time it comes out. Uh, probably the same way I will for War Tales. No wait, no War Tales. Yeah, that was another. It's like here's some here's some RPG stuff that looks kind of generic to to fill some time here. I don't know what they mean about open world. Like it did, they did say that. Like it's it, which John you put here, open world tactical art. Like what about it's open world? Like can you just be like this fight's happening in this confines? I'm gonna go two miles this way though. Like can you just like run two miles off to the west and just like desert everybody and like go eat some ice cream or something? I don't know. I, I think it just means all the world's connected. I don't think you can leave during the. Battle. You think it's not truly open world? It's just maybe there's more, a lot more options to which direction you want to go with the next battle or whatever. I think it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you can just walk around and go kill some sheep or something. I thought it looked. I, I don't know. It didn't didn't really didn't really do anything for me. But that came out today, so that's like number five that's coming out uh, this year in our county. I would be interested to see how many of these games already existed before they yeah i don't know like for instance horizon you know like that's a lot of them did <laughs> it yeah was, yeah or they existed or they were remakes you know it's like kind of you know it's like the there's like the movie remake uh, fatigue but almost kind of had a little bit of a video game remake fatigue from this from this direct it's kind of like okay i kind of definitely felt it with the next one uh contra operation galaga galuga Contra Operation Galaga. They're finally bringing them together. Galaga and Contra. One game together. Perfect. Get the fast-paced action of Galaga with the fast-paced action of Contra. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, I did. I I thought I've never been into Contra, but this is a way forward game. Well, so that could mean it's cool. You know what it should have been, though? It should have been Contra 4 for DS because WayForward made Contra 4 for DS. And that's probably the best Contra game there is out of all of them. I have not played it. It's excellent. I would say that's the best one. Either that or Alien Wars. Like, I really loved Alien Wars on Super Nintendo. Like, I thought that one was really, really good. I do like that one. Yeah. I think it's but really four. Good. I was... like the original Contra. It's yeah. my favorite one. I never really got it. I mean, um, I mostly played, like, Super C or whatever, but I didn't really play that one that much. But I loved I loved Contra 3 on Super Nintendo. But Contra 4 on DS was just perfect. Like, everything was perfect on it. And I love that if you, if you do the up, up, down, down code, you die. It kills you. And I thought that was fucking awesome. That was the That's best funny. way to be like, fuck you and your stupid code that you remember. If you, if you do that, your character explodes. So it's like, it's, it's just a really fun way to, to poke at that. Like if you, if you automatically try to do that, you just die. Yeah. I was surprised. They didn't mention they were like the birth of blah, blah. They didn't, I was like, why don't you mention the birth of the Contra code? They didn't mention yeah. the Contra code, which made me sad. Yeah. Maybe it's a little played out. I, I just wish it was a re. I just wish it was a re-release or a remake of Contra Four. Like you got Way Forward there, they did that game. Just release that game. That game was awesome. Put the DS game on Switch so people can know how you know whatever. I, don't know, I was at- interested in it. I thought it looked a little. I don't know. It, not to say Contra always any at any point in time the Contra I love the most the first one. Like it's got its own look to it, but it's not by any means like a visually distinctive game. You know, but I don't know. This just kind of looked like. Eh. They just use like some stock graphics or something to a certain extent, but who's good, who's to say what Contra should have been? But maybe make it look like the NES version. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought that. I mean, the giant aliens were always cool in the Contra games. Like, I would say that they don't. Have That's true. Their own art style, but this, but this art style on it, it kind of looks a little generic to me. Like the one for this one, 
it's generic really... i could have might i could have just said well i said like stock models but yeah same thing generic it's a good one so what's after this uh, unicorn overlord actually uh this one's kind of cool because i didn't realize what it was until after the fact but it's made by the same people who did like uh ogre battle and like tactics ogre in those games so uh atlas so atlas so like if you um you know if you ever liked like ogre battle 64 or anything like that it's which i can never figure out how to play these games but maybe i could finally learn because i did try really hard to figure out a ogre battle 64 but whatever it's tactical turn-based thing is confusing to me they called it the rebirth of the tactical fantasy rpg yep i still could not figure out how to play those games (laughs) it's they were real difficult, but the the art looks amazing. Like the the graphics look. It looks wonderful. really cool. I mean, it looks like they're they're cribbing from the Square Enix, uh, you know, HD two D. Yeah, but this looks like a lot better. Battles, it switches art styles, so it's more like a like a nice you know animated, almost like a straight animate or something. Mm. Yeah, it looks like hand drawn, and uh, yeah, it looks like a cartoon. Yeah. And a little paper cutter cut outy. It yep. makes me makes me want to try to learn how to play this whenever it comes out. I don't know in the year of our Lord twenty twenty four. Uh, like I keep buying tactical else. RPGs. I never can do it. Yeah. Well, this one is even weirder. So if you can't get into like Fire Emblem, this one's going to be even more confusing. So. Yeah. But maybe maybe someday I will figure out this this weird way of doing it. I don't know. Uh, I'll buy the next one because I love these games. Uh, okay. So before you say the title of it, this game, these games should always be fall releases because of the themes. Like, why would you ever want this to be a summer release? You know, like that just seems like bad. I mean, some I mean. of some of us like spooky stuff all the time, like me. Okay, okay, go ahead yeah. and say it. But I'm just saying, <laughs> like, if I was just, uh, I don't know. And I will note that summer is not winter. It's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, and also this, a lot of this direct is not winter. But hey, yeah, and we're gonna talk about winter games. Uh, this game's coming out in summer. Uh, okay. <laughs> but you're gonna wish it came out in the fall. Yeah, because of the feet. So that counts. So yeah, uh, Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon, 3DS game. All these games are great. I loved all three of them. So whatever. But I that's that's actually the game when I bought my 3DS. I bought it. Well, one I the one I currently own. One of the two. Um, I bought it on eBay, and it came with Dark Moon. And I played a little bit of it. But yeah, I I own it still. But I don't know. Maybe this will actually get me to play it because I like three a lot, and I love the first one. So. Might as well, you know, get the meat and the sandwich already. Let's uh, let's see what Luigi thinks about Luigi's Mansion Two. Exactly. That's the new voice of Luigi, by the way. <laughs> no, that's still Charles Martinet. <laughs> oh yeah, another Charles Martinet erasure here with the uh, with this this one too. They're just trying to make us never never remember it. It's like the Twin Towers all over again. They want us to believe that I'll they never, never existed. Forget John Martelet. And we just and we just had a it just had the anniversary of nine eleven. They were like you have to forget those towers ever were there. Same I'll never thing. forget William Marta Clay. It's kind of weird. It feels wrong that it's like let's re-release these games that Charles Martinet was in. And yeah, if they all just I'll have, never forget Timothy Plobble Play. If they all have new voices on Chalamet. there, it'll, it'll feel it'll feel. <laughs> I'll never forget Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> He's the new Luigi. <laughs> you think he'd be too expensive? Yeah, enough about He's that. He's too sexy to be Luigi. Uh, you, you know, you don't have to see his face. How about this Nintendo Museum stuff? How about that? The next yeah, thing. it looks cool. I mean, I'm glad they they announced it in this uh, in this direct. This is crazy. You actually have to. I hear you actually have to like. Well, at least it seems like you might have to travel to do this. I don't know if I interpreted it correctly. 
I mean, the Nintendo Museum is in Japan, I thought. They, that's so wait, so said. to play this, you actually have to get the new console, which is called Jet Ride. <laughs> the console is called Go it's to Japan. It's a whole plane. Because <laughs> 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 I, knew, I, knew I, mean, I knew there was a Nintendo Museum. It's just kind of weird to have it in the direct. I think it's, well, it says to me that they're really trying to open it up. I was afraid maybe it would just be. <laughs> John has listed in the notes, by the way, hyper-realistic building simulation. That's what, <laughs> that's what kind of led me to do that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> They should let you, like, in case you can't, like, get there. It should just release it as a game and we can see what it's like. I'm, I'm glad they mentioned it because uh, I, I, when I heard about it, you know, it was about a year ago or something they announced it. I thought maybe it might be something that they just... You know, kind of keep you know secret or something not 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 secret but you know that they don't advertise but this to me says that they want to make it more like a desk an actual destination something like you know the super nintendo world is they want people to come from all over and they're gonna make a big deal of it so that that's very cool that that would make me like not that i didn't want to go to japan before but that renews my interest in actually like planning it out so it's supposed to open uh, uh, construction is supposed to be complete in March, but they didn't say the opening date yet. We're hoping to go to Japan eventually, and I mean, I would love to check this out, but like, hundred percent, it's like a different part of Japan. Or I mean, I we're yeah, we are. The plan is that we'll go in whenever my nephew graduates high school. That was what my sister said that she would buy us tickets to take him there. So that's, oh, that's shit. kind of, that's well, kind of the plan <laughs> that we were going to go. Well, Sean and I like we're not gonna... to be. Too big of copycats, but we've talked about going as part of our honeymoon, if not the main thing. But you should make it the main early... thing so you can put all the money into it. That'd be early 2025, yeah, yeah, because that's uh, I mean, it was great honeymoon, yes, we had a wonderful time there. Uh, make sure you get portable Wi Fi, I'm sure you already know that. Oh, yeah, don't, don't, things do... are gonna be so different. It'll be have been six years since yeah, you were don't, there. Don't, do inter- don't do international minutes, it's real expensive and stupid. It's, it's gonna be a different well. thing. Yeah, you'll, you'll actually see people wearing masks there, because they still do. This was actually on my bingo card. A new Amiibo, or just Amiibo in general. I just put I just write new Amiibo. Because yeah. we'll have Amiibo. And these, are, and these aren't Well, they're back in vogue. They were yeah. gone for a while, but they're back in vogue. Now they're in pog form. Uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> well, they on the bottom, they're actual pogs. No, I'm, I'm, they're not. I mean, there sort of was a pog Amiibo. They look like pogs. But yeah, we have like actual release dates for Hot Ganon and, and Zelda and... And like the Xenoblade character, November third for the Zeldas, and then uh, on January nineteenth for Noah and Mio from Xenoblade. I would really like to get those. I did not get a, a Mithra and Pyrrha, so I want to get some. I'd love to get those Xenoblade Chronicles three ones, but we'll see. They're they're you know limited release, so you got to get on those. Um, I have to get on those those pre releases, whatever. But Sora, I guess Sora is the newest one, right? You finally get to see what the yeah. Amiibo looks like for any Kingdom Hearts fans that care. About Coming out them. next year sometime, and that would complete the Smash Brothers roster. That's pretty impressive. Yep. So many Amiibo. I have a good, I have a good amount of them. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about the best game and the of all time and of this Direct when we come back. So be prepared. Sounds good. And, the, and, that, and that game is one that might have this song on it.
Hey, hey you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! Back for the one, the number one best game of all time and best game of all directs and ever of every single existence that has ever existed. That's it's the 99th. F099. I was, man, this game, like, I was just playing it and I was like, this is fucking wild. Like, how many times has, like, one of your favorite video games of all time become a 99? Like, especially one that has been silent for so long. And it's like, what if we brought F0 back, but brought it back in, as a battle royale? Where you get to race a bunch of people. So we all had F-Zero on our bingo card, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, because there were rumors of the F-Zero GX remake and all that, which I've actually been playing the GameCube game, and it's still hard as shit, but I love it so much. But no, uh, yeah, it's it's nice to finally have a 99 game out there that I'm actually good at. Because I played the shit out of Super Nintendo F-Zero. What I've played of it so far, it seems like it's, like, way more well put together, like... It's got like a tutorial mode and like, oh yeah, yeah. They, ma- they make you go through a lot of stuff before you actually get to the online. I was like, kind of annoyed by it because I got first place. I'm like, yes, oh, it was tutorial. Yeah, I got I, I got third place on the Grand Prix against actual people, and that was pretty awesome. I haven't got I have not done that well, but I've only had a chance to do uh, two of the actual matches against other people. I just thought the tur- tutorial was cool because you know playing against you know ninety nine other people if they didn't have a tutorial in there man that would be just that'd be pretty pretty annoying, frustrating. But it, I like that they actually make you play this like it took like twenty minutes maybe this long tutorial before you're allowed permission into the main game. I yeah. thought it was very thorough. Well, I think also it's like 
I mean, it's kind of like, you know, not showing that much faith toward F-Zero, but I don't think everybody knows how to play F-Zero on Super Nintendo. Like, especially it's a now, like... a racing game compared to today's, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people who have Switches, I'm sure, never played F-Zero on Super Nintendo, so you have to kind of, like, explain the mechanics and stuff like that. So, I yeah, it's not... Not everybody's just going to automatically be like, oh, man, F-Zero, you know, but, but I sure did, and I know a lot of people out there did, because... And I know... All right, I yelled. I know there's some patrons on here, and actually, this one kind of sucks, because... It's I was it was spoiled for me before I saw it. I got up at like nine thirty to watch the direct. I didn't I didn't set an alarm or anything. I was just like I'll watch it whenever I get up. And I got up at nine thirty and I was like okay well I'll watch it now. And I was just fiddling through YouTube just trying to find where the direct was. And I went and I made the mistake of going to Nintendo's channel and right there it said F zero ninety nine and I was like God damn it. So I'd already yeah. saw it and oh it's, I'm sorry. It so it was. So I just, I didn't look at it at all. I was just like, well, fuck, well, I'll see it later, you know. But that was the one thing, because there was like a, there was a prediction thing that uh that Hutch po- posted on the community, and I saw it as well, that had like, just had everything lined up. It's like F-099, F-0 GX re-release, like uh, Metroid Prime Extinction, I think is what they call it, Metroid Prime 4 Extinction or whatever. And I was like, F-099, like no fucking way. I was like, the Switch can't handle that. But then I was thinking, I was like, well, what if they did? What if they did the Super Nintendo one? Then maybe they could. And I love it; it's great. One one thing. So there's one thing I wish that it would do. Like it's unfortunate that you only get the four original racers from the Super Nintendo one. Maybe they'll do this down the line. But I would have loved to see like 16-bit versions of all the crazy guys that you get later, and like X and GX and all that. Like we need a 16-bit like Mister EAD and Doctor Clash and all that. We need like the weird dudes or or like Black Bull and all those guys. Like a because it, 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 I was a little disappointed. It's like, oh, we just have the four. And even there were, there was other 16-bit ones for like the Game Boy Advance uh, game that came out later that had other characters and all that. But uh, but still, I love it. It's just it's it hits me like kind of the same way uh, the Final Fantasy, the you know the HD remasters or pixel remasters or whatever. Just just the music and the and how beautiful the the like the 16-bit HD looks. And just the fact that I'm actually good at it because I played the shit out of this game when I was a kid. And you can play it with... It, it actually is the first time that I wish that I had a Super Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Switch Online controller because you can play it with that. I mean, I have wireless Super Nintendo controllers. I don't necessarily need that one. You but, didn't have a look at them because I believe they restocked. But them. they pointed it out that you can play yeah. it with the Super Nintendo. I mean, I would hope they had if they were yeah. to talk about it. I mean, it's not really that big of a deal because the 8-bit controller that I use, of course, is... A Super Nintendo controller with handles on it. So there's, it was very important for for anybody who wants to play F Zero. You know, you need to have the accelerate and the and the brake. Oh wait, 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 oh my god, where are they? Right here. Uh, you need to have accelerate and brake right next to each other, so you can like, so you can hit them both at the same time. That's like how you do how you do the game because you have to you have to brake and hard turn on all of those crazy turns and all that to not hit the walls. That's how you play. Oh, F-Zero I don't know about for that. anybody who doesn't know that. Are you talking about how power slides work in F Zero? Because I don't know how they work. No, the, well, because they have those like crazy, like uh, like hairpin turns there. You know where it's like ninety uh-huh. degree angle. Like you have to, and you can turn pretty hard, but you have to like hit the brake first. You got to brake, yeah. So what? So in order the the way that I do it, and the way that you play it is, you hold you hold down the accelerator, and you hold and you hit the brake whenever you turn. The accelerator is B. So you keep your you keep accelerate hit while you nudge the brake yeah no i hold the brake i hold the brake all the time to make all the way down to make the turn and then i let go of the brake and also i use the the l and r buttons to to lean into it as well and it's cool that you can do the spin now that you did in in x and gx like that wasn't in the the uh 16-bit one and now you can uh you can build up these golden balls 
that'll that'll basically uh there's a meter and once the meter fills you can jump up to this higher level there never was like verticality in the original f-zero so that was that's cool too that you can do that and it's essentially the uh it's like the bob or the uh golden mushroom i don't know it 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 functions as like the handicap feature because you get less you get like the bullet train none of the the, right right you're not gonna get none of the the gold uh nuggets if you're in the front of the pack like you're in the back mostly that happens from uh cars colliding with each other they release the gold blop and then also there's these there's the giant gold, gold vehicles that yeah. show up towards the end of the pack the giant gold cars into. yeah and if you spin into them you can get a ton of you can get a ton of balls and get a lot of extra. oh i didn't try spinning into them oh yeah yeah if you spin into them you get a big boost on the uh on the but thing the first thing shauna asked me when i was explaining it to her which was kind of like because she watched me as i was like playing through it she was like asking me questions she's like oh okay well well, the big question about if you go to the upper level, like what happens if, like, does everybody share that track? If so, are you also impeded by them when they're like up there with you? No, you can just bump into whomever and just keep going. Like, there's as far as I can tell, you don't take damage when you're on the upper track, and it's okay to bump into each other. Yeah, I don't think you do. And what's really cool is if you're on the upper track, like when you go over the spot where you, re- re- like where you recharge a, your car, it still recharges yeah. you on the top, on the top one, which is important because thought, if it wasn't there, it would skip that out and you, and you wouldn't, and it would make it bad to be on the Kind of the way one. I thought about it was how Mario Kart kind of like made us rethink collisions with, um, you know, when you do the anti-gravity mode and then collisions become good, they give you a boost. Yeah, yeah. So this is kind of sort of like a, a continuation of that thing, I think. Like you can bump into each other, but it doesn't seem. I don't know if it propels you forward, but it's it's treated differently when when you're on the upper track. And I don't quite understand it yet. But to get on the upper track, you have to be in the back of the pack for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it'll help you. It it basically kind of evens it out and sort of like rubber bands mm-hmm. it somewhat. But uh, yeah, no, it's um it the it it basically kind of builds with uh, with getting the getting the things that put you on the upper track. It builds on because like in the original F Zero, you could destroy the cars that were flashing. You know, and in later F zeros, yeah. you could actually take out cars, and you could lower the amount of cars that are in there if you like go and attack whatever your rival. You can knock them out. Same with F zero GX, you can do that. So they kind of like just went more about. It. It's like, well, what if that was a mechanic of the game? Like trying to take out cars would actually build a meter for you to get your own like special higher thing and all that. I, I think it's I think it's very cool, and I like. Uh, it kind of reminds me of Splatoon three, as in like it has different events that happen at different times. I don't know if you've played it yet, but you should definitely play the Grand Prix mode where you get to play like five races at once. Oh, I didn't think I didn't know it was I, I saw it was going to be this weekend. I didn't realize it was. It happens weekend. like every hour. It'll show it on the side, like what like what time it starts at and it'll count it. down. I've started to accumulate. Like I said, I've only been able to play two matches against people. I think I placed 64th on the first one and then 65th. Well, actually, no, I take it back. I played three. First match I lost like I was like 96. Wow. On the first one. Yeah, I did really badly. And the thing was, I was leaning too much into the... I was using too much of the boost, so I was... Oh, yeah, yeah. Colliding with people using the boost, so I died really fast. Uh, so that's dumb. Don't do that. There's a lot of strategy to this, and I, I think it's going to be really addictive, and I look forward to playing more of it. Um, to me, it just seems like a more fleshed out... Like I think Tetris 99 was lightning in a bottle, and they you know made it better over time so to speak with like adding the themes and stuff but this is this is coming out the gate like already being a great game and i i really hope we see more like more cars especially but yeah but the- know, more than just customizing your gamer tag or whatever they kind of have so far 
Yeah, there's there's already a lot of like unlockables through like different skins that you can get for the cars. Like I've already mm-hmm. gotten like three or four skins. I've actually been using Doctor Stewart, who is the that's the that's the yellow car for anybody who's not familiar. Uh, just because Doctor Stewart has a really high recovery rate, so like you get your life back really quickly, like when you get when you get on the that's recovery, what recovery spot. means. Okay, so I noticed that's a big difference from the other ones. So that actually makes a huge difference. So I've been so I've been that's doing I've been doing Doctor Stewart. I was playing Gold Fox because I imagine it's uh, Star Fox's dad or it's James Fox driving it. Which one is is it? There's only three. There's the red one. There's the blue one. There's the pink one, and the yellow one. There's the yellow one's called Gold Fox. That's Doctor Stewart. Oh, well, that's the name of the car. Then yeah, maybe I'm thinking of the name of the car. But that's Doctor the- Stewart's borrowing James McCloud's car. Whatever. I just saw Gold Fox, and that's yeah. the one I like the most. But it does have a nice recovery, and I thought recovery was like if you ran into a wall, like you pick up your speed. Again, quicker. I didn't realize. It oh, I think that's like, acceleration. That's what, that's what that is. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I've like I said, I've only played a couple of rounds of it. Uh, one thing I don't know if you mentioned it, Trey. Another thing they do is there's you know whatever. It, I don't know if it's four laps for every course, but there's whatever. There's a set amount of laps, but it actually like eliminates people if they don't finish in the top whatever by in that lap. So even yeah. if you haven't died by getting blown up, you're going to get eliminated. Mm-hmm before the actual end of the race i don't know if you mentioned that but yeah it, it keeps like making it more and more narrow almost like in a obviously like the, the the circle closing in in other 99 games it's sort of how they handle that here i mean that was that was in the original super nintendo f-zero game where you had you had to stay was in, it you had to stay in a certain yeah to, yeah in the very first game it was in there you had to you had to you had to be in a because because it had more and it would it had more tracks or it had more laps. I think it had like four or five laps. But every lap mm-hmm. you had to be a certain uh, you had to be a certain rank. Otherwise, you would automatically game over if you went if you went if you crossed the finish line and you okay. below a certain number. And I think when you get to the final lap, you have to be like above fourth place or something like that. So that was in the original game. They just uh, adapted it to to uh, F actual people playing. Yeah. yeah. Man, so what a fucking cool thing to really just think about when you played F Zero. Did you ever think? I'm gonna be playing with 98 other people. No, I would have blown my uh, little kid's mind because I love that game so much, and I played the crap of it. And I've got yeah. I've got high hopes for this game, and I and I think I'm probably gonna be playing it a lot. I would be playing it right now if I didn't have to sleep or do this podcast. But no, it's a, it's it's wonderful. I, I played the Grand Prix uh, twice. The and there's different mm-hmm. modes you can play, like harder harder courses, like harder uh, races. Like I did that. Uh, so far, they only have the first cup from the original game on there, but I'm sure they're going to do the other the other cups, like because we haven't seen like Firefield or or anything like that. I did I did like Deathwind, but that was on the first one. But but yeah, there's like Deathwind and Port Town and White Land and my favorite level, Silence, which is the final race in the very in the very first cup of uh, the Night League or whatever it's called. And I always love the music for that, and I just love the way it looked and the colors, probably because it has like a purple sky in the background and all that. But no, it's just a I've I absolutely love f-zero and it's nice to finally be able to use my super nintendo f-zero racing skills on the internet and i did pretty i did pretty good like i i I placed in the top 30 most of the time and then i had that one grand p race where i got third where i thought i was gonna get first i was like holy fuck and yeah i got third you got third out of like the entire grand prix no in one race i got third okay but still, that's still against 99 other people, or 98 other people. So it's still... I think the whole Grand Prix I placed in the 20s or something like that. But yeah, you get you get to level up, and you unlock decals and all that, and it's fucking cool. So yeah, so yeah. The, the, for anyone who doesn't know, the blue one is Captain Falcon, the green one is Pico, he's an alien, uh, the yellow one is Dr. Stewart, uh, he's a human, 
And uh, the purple one or the pink one is a uh, samurai Goro, like the the fat samurai guy, which is he's always he's cool too. He was really really fun in F Zero GX. But yeah, I hope they I hope they bring in all the other weird guys from GX because there's a lot of weird ones. And yes, then then we can finally race as James McCloud, who was in F Zero X and F Zero GX. Plus, Mister EAD is basically Mario, is like Super Mario, like with with the mustache and all that, and he's a big guy. Or like a I always thought Dr. Clash was really cool, and he had, he had a funny name. He has, like, robot arms and all that. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, and Zoda. Zoda's in there from Star Tropics is also a character. So, like, there's all these weird random uh, Nintendo characters that, that were added later that I hope they show up in the 16-bit form. But, yeah, no, this is this game is wonderful. Uh, I'm very excited to play more of it. And, yeah. Who knows what it means very for addicting. the future of F-Zero, but to me it means great things, like, because they're going to see if people go fucking ape shit over it. And so far, like I said, I've only played three matches, but I had I, bar- I didn't wait. Like everybody was playing it, you know, like the, the matches started fast. The matches are fast paced. It seems like uh, it's going to be a good time. There's a lot of switches out there, too. Oh, yeah. Oops. And it's, you know, it's a uh, free with Nintendo Switch Online. So hooray. Yeah, no, it's a uh, it, lo- it looks beautiful and I, I like it a lot. It's very cool. And I like the whole... The, interest in Vandal Tale, A League of Legends? No. I don't care about either of these games. No. They're like nope. <laughs> some sort of game based off the League of Legends. Yeah, I have no... Enough stories, I, I, don't yeah. know, I don't know anything about the League of Legends. I, I Didn't they have a show or something that people liked? A cartoon or whatever? It was I don't a care. Netflix show, yeah. It's kind of like a... Uh, it was like the closest thing to World of War. I know it's a, it's a different kind of game, I think, but it's like... It's a MOBA, but it's like as far as like being that uh, pervasive in the community league of legends and warcraft are you know similar titans and i don't know anything about league of legends i i only know stuff about warcraft because of my brother who plays warcraft i don't know shit about league of legends so i don't have any attachment to any of this stuff here yeah, there's bandled tale and song of new new oh yeah the first one didn't new really new, my, interest my favorite. me the second one looks kind of cool it's news. more like a action adventure thing i don't think either of these is going to draw me in but between the two, I thought the second one looked better. I thought whatever Bandle Tale looked kind of cool, but it, yeah, once I saw League of Legends, I'm like, I don't care. Sorry. <laughs> they might have actually been better off not mentioning League of Legends. I might have actually cared more, which is it right. sounds stupid <laughs> That's to say. How I felt too. Just being like honest. Like, <laughs> yeah, once I saw that, I went to the bathroom and peed. Honestly, League of Legends kind of made my brain shut off once I saw those words. I'm like, oop. Here comes uh, exactly. If it would have been like a World of Warcraft story, it, the same thing would have happened. If it would have been yep. like uh, what's other games people play online, if a Fortnite story, MOBA, right? Something. Actually, I probably would have paid attention because I'm like, wait, there's narrative. <laughs> yeah, I would have been. Yeah, if it was a Fortnite story or something, I'd, I'd be like, what narrative? I might have kind of. Okay, I want to. Actually, I'm I'm not peeing yet. I went to pee, but since we have a bathroom in our in our room, I could pee and watch TV at the same time. So that's pretty. That's awesome. Yep. So, uh, yeah, but moving on to this one was on my bingo card. I'm sure it was on everybody's bingo card. It's a pretty, pretty easy one. Uh, WarioWare, move it. More of that. More stuff to prove that it's totally a sequel to Smooth Moves. Did you say it yep. was on everybody's bingo card? I thought, well, I thought that maybe it was. Was it not on yours? No, I didn't write Wario at all. Ah, WarioWare. Well, I know John and I had it. Had I thought I had it in there. Yeah. So you would know more because you've played it more, but I thought this was WarioWare. I thought this was a remake of the. Uh, the Wii game. No, no, it's a sequel to the Wii game. It's a sequel to the Wii game. Did it? But it looked similar. But uh, it uses. It also uses the IR camera, right? Uh, I don't, I'm not sure about that. The, the 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 reason that I know that it's a sequel to it. Well, I'm saying it, it it solidifies more that it's a sequel because it shows you the forms. 
the forms were a big part of the Wii one, and they had really like the elephant and stuff. Yeah, they had really funny right. like descript- you descriptions just about them. Time before you see the game to stand in a certain pose. Yeah, yeah, like the mortal and pestle and the and the elephant and and it's really funny the way they explain it because they do these little like sounds like deep thoughts. You know, if you remember the old SNL stuff, but it, yeah, they just hmm. explain Jack it Andy. very very like deadpan and. Yeah, and it's it's just funny. Like there's one, there's the big cheese where you like put your put your hands on your side, you know, and it just talks about how you need to feel like you can stand on the necks of everyone under you. Like it's just it's just very much like yeah, it's it's fun. Like it was fun the way they described it, and it's it's a funny game. But seeing that on yeah, there, I'm interested makes in me this. Ex- I just want to yeah. make sure that this that there's no trace of whatever that the previous Wario were game was that nobody liked. Get it together. I don't like to be anything like that. I I know it's probably a sequel to to smooth moves but it is i don't know the last one kind of burned me so i'm gonna i'm gonna wait it burned me too but this one i love smooth moves so much and i'm actually i'm watching the video i'm watching the video right now and there is uh they do use the ir camera so i thought so and so if there's any way this would work online which i doubt it will but if there's any way you could play multiplayer online with this game it could be like a you know a mario party alternative yeah, I don't because I remember having a really great time with that Wii game. It well, only playing it with you and friends, Trey. But yeah, oh, we we had a blast it with it. Time. Like I I played it a lot in college, and uh, when I, I would do and like especially like you have to you have to do the forms. You know, that's part. Oh of yeah, it. yeah. That's the part. No, that's of the, game. the that's like, the fun. You gotta follow the rules, and that's what makes it fun. Whenever we would work on like student films and stuff like that, we would take the Wii with us, and we'd you know we like stayed in hotel rooms. We'd get drunk and play. Uh, play WarioWare, like it was all like it was in every party we had pretty much for a while there like we did a full 13 person uh multiplayer game i think i mentioned that where we did a pool where everybody put in five dollars and you know whoever won actually i think nick my roommate nick ended up winning and he went and bought more beer for everybody it was like it was just a fun like party game that was the right decision as yeah we did we did like a third full 13 person because it only needed one controller which was so beautiful because you couldn't where this one is kind of the opposite because you have to use two joy cons to play it unfortunately but i'm very excited about it because yeah i really love that wii game and i yeah i I don't know i don't i'm thinking that it probably doesn't have online unfortunately but i think it's going to be fun as hell to play regardless i just can't see them using the camera features and then also having that be online i don't know i mean it'd be cool if it did but Seems like it would open up a vulnerability someone might exploit. Because you might put your Wii hey, in that, front of uh, it. Uden Chronicles 100 Heroes? Uh, that one, the Uden Chronicles, that's actually, that's by the people who did, uh, was it uh, um, Coden? And that was a, that was a, a Kickstarter crowdfunded thing uh, from a long time ago. They actually did a, they did like a Kickstarter bonus Uden Chronicles. It was an action game that came out on Switch a long time ago. But this is, but I think this is the actual like, um, it's Suicoden, right? Like the one Suicoden Two is like the one that people Suicoden, think is like Suicoden. I'm not sure. It's like the it. best. Is like the best RPG. People say. Mm-hmm. See, people say that it stands hand to hand with uh, Chrono Trigger, even um, as uh, one of the best RPGs of all time. They, it was supposed. There was supposed to be a remake of it coming out actually, but it got postponed to next year, which is great because there's too many games out. So <laughs> I'm fine with that. But yeah, no, I'm. Uh, yeah, this uh, this one was. I remember. I remember the. Um, the Kickstarter videos of it and all that. And here you go. Now it's, now it's here. I what about it, this next one? Someone's wearing a shirt that might. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah, let's, someone's you. Let's talk I about wore this shirt because that. I want to talk about this. So yeah, th- this was another like, what the fuck moment when I was like, okay, Eastward. This is super. What the fuck? Eastward DLC, but Eastward harvest moon, Stardew Valley. What? <laughs> so I don't think anybody else 
on the podcast to finish the game besides me, right? No, I didn't. I didn't. Nope. I did not get through the it. game. Is very. I don't know. I wouldn't say the game is definitive in how it ends, but it wouldn't lead me to believe that I would be hanging out with uh, Sam again, and we'll, we're just farming. Like, I don't know what to make of this game. I'm actually really confused about it, to be honest, because. Oh, it's it's in a parallel universe. I was like, isn't isn't that because I was like, isn't Eastward like really dark? Like I figured they all just died at well, the I end play, or something. Like I beat it. Yeah. <laughs> no, know? I know how it ends. Like yeah. this makes no sense. Like, well, why am I all of a sudden hanging out with them and they're just having good times together? You know, it'd be like if uh I don't know, if like there was a Final Fantasy game where you were just hanging out with Aerith. Yeah. <laughs> and everything's fine. Me and Aerith are just walking around like shopping. Or something, you know, like that's exactly what this feels like. Not to say that either of them die, because I'm not trying to spoil anything. But I mean, like, that's like the remake, what? right? <laughs> that's like, like the re- what's going on here? That's like the remake of Final Fantasy VII, though, because she's never, she hasn't died, and she might. Not. No, no, I'm talking about Eastward. Oh yeah, the parallels. Shit, shit gets real fucked up at the end of that game. I, I- love it so much. <laughs> I mean, Trey commissioned the shirt to be made for me as a gift, and I really appreciate it, and I like it. That's why I'm wearing it right now because I'm going to play this. But I mean, you have to. It's it's in your it's a it's, farm sim in it's Eastward. like a f- yeah. fever dream of a game. Like it doesn't make sense that they would be releasing. It's not just a new game either. By the way, it's a it's a, it's a DLC, DLC right? for Eastward. Yeah. So you just get to it from the main menu. I'm I'm on its actual page here. You access Octopia from the main menu, and then it's just a different game but it's within the same universe but it's a parallel universe like yeah i'll play it Weird. I'm, I'm excited and if i'm gonna play a farming game throw me in there with familiar characters that gave me some sort of like enough of a you know they hit my heart enough that i talked about it a lot and then trey bought me a shirt so i gotta play this there you go you guys both had the original war groove what do you think about war groove 2 oh war groove 2 coming out next year yeah. also <laughs> At least Probably e- not. Eastward is uh, what number six coming out this year versus the twenty others. I guess Warrior Warrior move it and Song of Nunu. Okay, I lost track. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I I won't be buying Wargroove two because you still got to be one. It's the closest I've gotten to liking these tactical RPGs. I guess Wargroove is the one I play the most of all of them. Even trying Fire Emblem and uh, what's the one that I bought? Uh, Disgaea. Oh yeah, that's that's the other one that I thought I was accidentally saying when I was saying Suicoden. I didn't want to accidentally say Disguise, which that has like a new. There's like Disguise Sevens like coming out like soon too. Yeah, people. Love I just those I, games. I don't know. I just need to. I just need to be the guy who stands in front of myself and says, "No, <laughs> you don't like this type of game, no matter what they're putting on top of it to make you like it, like a like a doggo who's like a silent protagonist who's just so cute." You like the first one. Oh, I mean, the dog had a lot to do with it. I'm yeah. not going to lie. That dog is so cute and awesome. The uh, the multiplayer where you didn't have to play at the same time was really cool, too. The asynchronous multiplayer was cool. Yeah. And then the other thing is that the new Advance Wars is out. So it's like this is sort of like a, a spiritual successor to that. So I wonder what Wargrift 2 is. Is yeah, it right. going to just uh, iterate on, on the stuff from Advance Wars 2 or... I don't know. It is kind of confusing, like what this is going to be. Obviously, they weren't made in tandem, but yeah, just be better than War Group One, I guess. Uh, improve whatever they did in that game. That's what is what I guess they're going for. But the one speaking of games that are uh, 
that are like a what trombone champ and and vampire survivors and all this other uh, stuff that's like really cool on pc that is not switch yet but will be uh dave the diver coming out like 21 days after wargroove 2 that's why you skip wargroove 2 you wait for dave the diver but yeah, yeah, I actually got to see a little bit of it in the de- in the direct, and there's a and there's, there's a demo available, and I definitely want to try out that demo whenever I get a chance. I'm gonna try the demo, and I already have a guest lined up for when for this episode. I will be buying. Oh, for when Dave, Dave the Diver comes out. <laughs> no, it's well, the yeah, it's, it's a different Dave. Yeah, no, I I think I know who you mean. That would be no, cool. but it's somebody who it's the person who recommended it to me and who's played it a lot, like uh, pre-release or alpha or whatever they call it on Steam, but. Um, no, I, I, I'm really excited about this game. I will be buying this day one or I will have it preloaded or whatever. So whichever episode happens after October 26th, I will have a lot to say about Dave, the diver, and I will probably have a friend along to join the conversation. November 1st would be the next recording after Dave, the diver release. But yeah, no, I've never seen it actually in movement and it looks cool. I like, uh, I don't know. I heard great things about it, so I'll I'll probably try it out. October's really stacked, but Dave the Diver's not too expensive, you know. So cool. And then uh, after- cart eight booster chorus pass wave six, the final one, it's eventually hitting, uh, hitting holiday twenty twenty three. So yeah, so so uh, Mario Kart eight finally ending the booster pass. Is there going to be a booster pass two? Probably not, right? So we can finally have a Mario Kart nine. For Switch 2. I don't know. Or they can just re-release Mario Kart 8 again for Switch 2. I really hope they don't do that. That would really piss me off. I think they will. I think they'll release it with everything on it already. (laughs) Yeah, I fucking hope they don't do that. (laughs) I thought it was really weak because it only showed one level. It only showed one race, but it has funky mode now. There's So there there you go. So now you have funky. racers. And Peachette. The whole, like, stage mode here. Fucking Peachette is in there. Peachette, the, the person that nobody remembered. From Mario, from, from, from well, no, that was that was a. Uh, it's where Bowser came from. One that remember became Bowser. Like the whole Bowser meme came from that direct where we yeah. found out about like if the whichever Toadette got Toadette got something that turned her into Peachette, right? Yeah, the crown. Yeah, so yeah, so Toadette turned into Peach, which doesn't make any. Why, that's why Bowser doesn't make it any makes sense. no sense because ba- because the Bowser was like a combination of Peach and Bowser, but that's not what it is. It's supposed to be Bowser and Toadette. It's it's just people just you know it's just well, no, people Toadette looking at half naked women and peach. just liking it. Why does Toadette turn into Peach? Because she gets the because she gets the crown of Peach and then she can float. I don't know. It was just an added thing they put on Super Mario Bros. U for Switch. I don't know why. So if Bowser got it, it should be Bowser. Well, it if, like it if, if Toadette, but if, if Toadette got, got it, it, they should be Bowser. But what should happen? You know, it makes sense. I think the internet it took it in a logical way. No, they didn't. And it got super <laughs> horny super quick, but. That's just what happens when you introduce this thing that turns you into a ter- different person as a power-up. Toadette would have just turned into Bowser, is what have happened, is what Bowsette would have been. It just would have been Bowser. It would not have been whatever Bowsette was. Yeah, but they were completely so confused on that. Do you think Young Princess Peach was a toad? Or are, you, are you telling me that? Like, it's I saw a- the movie. She came from another world. Yeah. She's always come from another world. That's the way it's been in all the like yeah stuff we've read. And she was never a toad. So that doesn't make sense that a toadstool, like a toad, would turn into a humanoid figure. Well, actual like human. It makes no sense. That's why. That's why Bowsette, Boozette, Piranette. I don't know. They didn't do that, but they should have. I want to see that. Uh, Pediat or whatever it's going to be. I want to see that shit. It makes sense logically. Nintendo got 
Nintendo deserved to be clowned on for that whole thing. That's all I'm saying. I just thought everybody forgot about it. It's surprise. I surprised that they. I didn't forget about wanted it to bring it in because I totally. I, I sure as hell forgot about it. I saw it. the battles at Game Boy Color shells <laughs> at uh, at MGC 2017. I forgot and it. That uh, stuck with me. I forgot about it just as much as I forgot about Among Us, which uh, has DLC coming out uh, for free. So if you want to play that like two dollar game again, uh, you can and play some. Some, you might play it with AOC. Some mushroom filled. I think she's past that, like everyone else in the universe. But, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Maybe some people will come back and play Among Us again on uh, on stream and care. Honestly, I forgot this game existed too. I mean, it was five dollars, so it didn't. You know, I'm not really mad about it. I just forgot that it was a game. And then they did the montage. Yep, which repeated a lot of stuff. Yeah, that was uh, where but, it was filler. Yeah, which we, the montage was the Pokemon Scarlet Violet DLC. Uh, which is the teal mask, and then there was another one, right? Yeah, yeah the, the teal mask and the indigo disc. Yeah, the teal mask is out now. I haven't got it just because it's, I don't know, I don't have time to play anything. But they, the other one they're, comes ba- out they're basically in, uh, like, here's, winter all, 2023. here's all the things that we already did. Uh, yeah, here's after <laughs> 0 99 again, Pikmin 1 and 2 again, like physical version. I know, but still, on, it was uh, like, it seemed like so much, like, September. It seemed like so much filler, really. It's like, this is weird. You obviously needed. You ran out of. You you didn't have as many games as you thought, so you put this fucking stupid montage in here. Like we don't need to see the same games again. Like it's like oh uh, oh hello you just tuned in now. Well let, let me show you. Uh, this is what happened previously on the uh, direct from twenty minutes ago. Uh, here you go. And I don't know. Just, yeah, they just want to reiterate all when everything was coming out. Still sales tactic tactic of uh, you know tell me and then tell me again. It's not a good one for me. Yeah. I basically zoned out on that, but the last, the very, the one more thing was really cool because, yeah, Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door, uh, definitely the best Paper Mario game there is, uh, was very coveted for me because I have it, but my disc is scratched and I can't play it anymore, and I've been wanting to play it again for years. And it's a wonderful game for GameCube. It was the last paper, the last true Paper Mario, because they fucked with the system after that and pretty much got rid of experience points and made battles completely useless. So if you want to go back and find out when Paper Mario was cool, play this game. <laughs> That's what I say. And I think we, I don't remember if we were recording it when we mentioned it earlier, but it's really weird that it's coming out so, or it's announced so closely, like right on the heels of Super Mario RPG. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, and this one too. <laughs> but I'm very excited. I, I would have never, if you asked me like a few years ago, I'd be like, no, they're never going to re-release Thousand Year Door. But here we are. We're in the fucking, we're in like the best days of video gaming where they're re-releasing the best uh, system games of all time, GameCube games. So keep them coming. I'm, I'm in. I'm in for all of it. This is also just another like confirmation we won't be getting GameCube NSO. Yeah, so. No fucking way. That's never, like it's remakes. never happening. There's yeah, because past... Because they can re-release them in HD. Yeah. I think that they, it's still possible, but the heavy, the heavy hitters like 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 what this, would they put uh, on it? Will not be on there. But Pac-Man verse. That's like oh wait, that's already my on. Beloved Chibi Robo. Like I don't know if that's ever going to get a full HD treatment, but I can see them putting out uh, you know a GameCube NSO with games like that or games like Doshin the Giant and you know stuff that people want, but like it's a not a sure thing sales wise. Yeah. So I I think it could happen maybe for switch four when we get there, but right now, definitely it seems like they're like, well, you know, we can just re-release these and you'll buy them again. Here's what I think for a switch to a a nice sales point would be 
the next, you know, whatever it is, if it's GameCube or whatever system. At this point, like I, th- I think the next systems added to NSO will be the selling point. They, that would make me, not that I'm not going to get one, but certainly if, if I heard GameCube was coming to Switch too, yeah. That's great. If if Good that idea. if that meant that if that meant then the that the holiest of holies F Zero GX got re released, then I'm all for it. If that's how we have to get that on there, then fucking do it that way, please. Because people need to that's know the, need to know how wonderful the, that game that's, is. That's, yeah. That, that's the real charm of the NSO systems is that they can allow you to experience games that you wouldn't other go otherwise go out and seek out. So that's a good way for people to play Chibi Robo and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And F Zero GX, yep. Which I thought about. Um, maybe we could do. You know, we should do this sometime. Maybe this month. Maybe a different month. But uh, we haven't ever done an expansion pack where we talked about our favorite GameCube games. We've never done a top five GameCube game episode. Sounds maybe, like a good maybe one. We should do that. I'd like for it. this ep- for this month. Because I was like, I got my first bingo. I was ever. trying to figure it out on my head. So, you did. I got, I got my first bingo with uh, WarioWare. Move it. Uh, Super Mario RPG, the Free Space, Princess Peach game, and Super Mario Wonder. And I was so close to getting a second one. I had uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong, Splatoon 3 DLC, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, and then Mortal Kombat. I put it in the wrong spot. Frustratingly, right next to Mortal Kombat, I had F-Zero. If I just switched those two, I would have had two bingos. Mm. I think that you're the first one. I mean, I think you're the first one of any of us to get it. Because I, 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 never, I never got one. I know I've never had a bingo. Jess got one. I know Jess got one one time, but that was like the only person that's gotten a bingo out of all of us. So there you go. So hooray, good for you. We never thought of prizes or whatever, but just be happy that you got it. I guess. <laughs> I think you're. I mean, you're going to be remembered in the future as the first bingo among the three of us. But Jess will always hold the the crown of first bingo. Yep. Yeah. On Nintendo main, and that's the direct, and that's also most of our episode. Uh, I think so. Is there any? I mean, is there anything that you really want to talk about? Like, uh, that you've been. Playing? I I don't really. I mean, like, news wise, I mean, there was a ton of Switch Two rumors this week. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots. Yeah, I I believe that it was demoed at Gamescom. A lot of people have said there's enough people who came out about that. I think that's true. Well, we should talk. Uh, I guess uh, one thing that I think is important, like, and involved with that is uh the new iPhone or whatever iPhone 15, like being like able yep. to play like uh you know resident evil 4 and, and all that stuff uh yeah resident evil 4, the remake not the original the remake. yeah yeah yeah, the, the, yeah yeah the original one um i think you can play that i think you can play the gamecube one on a on a pregnancy test if you want to but no uh, <laughs> uh no i think it's in, important to see that because it just makes it more believable that yeah we do probably have the switch too that can do just as much as Be that that's that's yeah. in the that's in the back room and i think it was it must have been demoed right because yeah a lot of people talk about it and it seems to kind of be like the same conversation about it so and i think even with the with the iphone thing it makes it even more believable because maybe they're all just you know the kind yeah, of that means those the technology is going, down going, going around or whatever you know? mess yeah that uh you know nintendo could be there too you know i i might not be explaining this great but sort of how i understand it in a very lay person's perspective is that chips just keep getting smaller and smaller mm-hmm. that's just how it goes and so they've learned to dedicate portions of printed chips to things like ray tracing, like uh, machine learning, which Apple talks about a lot. And there's 
they're basically dedicating portions of the chips to things that they even just a couple of years ago had to use the cloud to to do. So one of those things that is I don't really think mentioned as much in the Apple thing, but it's about um it's about like uh I don't know know exactly how it works, but it just it it makes your hardware work in an optimal way. And uh, and that allows chips to because like I guess a big thing with PC gaming right now, no matter how great your PC is, you still might not be able to run a game because of like just the compatibility issues and like that's always kind of been a thing. But like even like these big like huge releases like let's say Baldur's Gate three for example, which is actually you know might be a bad example because the the company did a really good job making it ready for a release, but. Still, like, just a game that's like a hallmark or a benchmark, rather, of like graphical fidelity and then just like performance and all that. It may not run on a really high performance PC as well as it runs on, you know, something slightly lower because it's more compatible. There's, like I said, I'm being a late person about this, but they like since chips keep getting smaller, there's like a chunk of the chip they can dedicate to optimizing your hardware. So it's just really cool to think that. Nintendo has been always like working with chips that are several generations behind, but if things are moving that quickly, then something that they're using, maybe it could be like based on something from far behind, but manufacturing wise, they could still fit more on that space to where like, it's still cheap, but it's actually just more like a couple of years ago instead of like eight years ago or 10 years ago. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, it's the DLSS thing, right? That they've been talking about. Isn't that kind of, part of that the singularity like, yeah that that helps it that helps it do all those things that you're saying right the dso well, D- dls 3.5 or whatever it's like called the yeah. of, uh, transistors or whatever too i can't remember what that's called but yeah, yeah. it really is like apple actually specifically mentions how many tr- like transistors are in their chips and stuff still i bet they do look at our transistors it's 20th anniversary that's a pretty big deal. That's a huge deal because that's like Half Life Two around the time that came out, right? Yeah, I mean that's the the original digital store, really. I mean, I'm sure there was stuff before it, but the one that everybody knew of and glommed onto, and one that set the path for all the other digital stores. The fully digital. You yeah. don't have to go buy the game at the store. You can just yeah. Yeah, I, th- I for some reason I thought maybe it was older than that, but it's 20 years. I guess sounds about right because. F0GX, so we said last week, turned 20, which I was trying to put that together because when I first got the F0GX game, like I, I, my niece was with me and I remember like her reading through the book and just asking me like about all the characters in there because it had little bios of like all the 50 racers or whatever. And she'd be like, is this guy bad? Is this guy bad? Is this guy good or bad? And I'm like, I, I don't know. They're all racers. But I would just like try to make up, just tell her like whatever it was. And I'm like, well, I mean, she's what? I don't know, probably in like her mid twenties now or something. So I was like, how old was she when that came out? Must've been. Yeah. So yeah, I was trying to, trying to piece together in that way. Well, one thing to remember too, about steam is that a counter strike, I think it is came out around the same time as half-life two and half-life two. And I think they use like the same engine. So it's like based on the engine and all that. That's when Gabe Newell was like, let's unify the platform. I don't know. There's just like something to say about the whole like Half-Life 2 and then of course like the whole Half-Life 3 meme comes from the fact that still hasn't happened. Oh yeah. And that goes back 20 fucking years. Yeah. As exhibited by the 20th anniversary of Steam. They don't need to, right? Cuz they have the VR. I, I was going to say one thing we should mention is that uh Jeremy Jeremy you found the Nintendo main 
the grave in the graveyard, right? On Sea of Stars? I did, and I wish I would have uh, remembered what the number was. I think it's like, what was it? Here, like? I got it the... Uh... I can find it. Look, look at the video because yeah, it's, the it's actually pretty easy to find it. I think it's like I want to say it's two 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 at the beginning and then nine at the very end. When I was camping last weekend, I saw a row that was called E zero, and I sent that to you guys within the campground. There was a road called E zero. Yeah, so, that's, so close. And then, I, yeah, we had F zero. I saw the so picture I like. and I was very tempted to just paint out the bottom of it so it said F zero. Just make the E yeah. into E into F. The the number is. Two 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 zero zero nine. So that's three twos, two zeros, and one nine is the so number. So you play stars, and you find the graveyard. You input that number, and it tells you where our tombstone is. Which I believe we're at the top. We're like we're very close to the top, and um, I don't know. It's pretty easy to find, but once you go into the little highlighted area, there's like a, a beam of light that'll fall down on our spot, and. It took me a second to figure that out myself, but I still sent the video of me figuring it out, so that's why I kind of wander. Yeah, what I saw does it say on there again. I think it it's just Nintendo main something. Something about us being fierce, right? I don't remember writing any of that, but yeah, no, I, I saw it in the video. It said something like, "Well, it's really funny because is most people actually treated it like I think how it was supposed to be, where it's like a memorial to someone you care about." But Trey's just like Nintendo main's fierce, and then like we were, uh, we're, we're still alive. Yeah, I thought it was supposed to say, like, here lies Nintendo Main or something like that. As a joke, like, that our show is dead and nobody listens to it or something like that. I think the joke still works. It's just, it's kind of funny because it's really, like, I went around for a while before I realized, like, I had to put in a code. Because there's a lot of factors for that. And I, I, I everything that. was, like, people's pets and loved yeah. ones and stuff. And I'm just like, uh... It just surprised weird. me that we didn't get flagged because, I mean, we've got Nintendo in our name and it's being published on Nintendo. Oh, you, go you through think, like, a ton of stuff in there. I mean, we have we, we have over like 400 yeah. episodes with Nintendo in it. Nobody fucking cares. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. Kevin, Kevin Smith has a has a podcast with Batman in the name who has like way more listeners than us. Like, nobody gives a shit. Nope. That, that's saying the they only the, the only thing you get in trouble for is licensed music. That's what gets you in trouble. Don't put licensed music in your fucking podcast because that's what will pull, you, will pull you off the air. That. Because I know that happened to me. But yeah, just just stay away from that and you're fine. You can put whatever. Yeah, fucking, still, you can find yeah. us. We're mentioned in a game that's doing exceedingly well. Um, I don't really want to talk too much about it, but I I think I'm close to the end of it. I stopped playing Baldur's Gate three and just played that like i've only been playing sea of stars in my gaming time since last week so i have played it all week i'm i'm almost done with the game i'm pretty sure it says to the fiercest of all nintendo main is what it says yeah on the thing and uh, i played more of it i got to the i got to the mine and i fought the mine dude and that was fun i mean i've i've only played like maybe six hours or something but i like the game it's cool it's cool it's the i think i'm coming up on 30 hours i still love the battle system actually gameplay time on my end, I got Mortal Shell because oh, it was yeah. on sale for three bucks. Three bucks, I, I right? I haven't actually played it yet. But so. you have you have a Dark Souls game now. That's a Dark Souls I game. I just thought it was really interesting. I watched it. Well, I, I put the review on the Slack, but what I thought was really cool about it is it's like Dark Souls, but when you die, like your soul like comes out of your body, and you can actually go back into your body and keep fighting. Like I thought that was a really neat mechanic. Like instead That's of cool. like having to go back and find your dead, you get it some seconds for your soul to go and reanimate yourself and then and keep going. I was like, well, that sounds really cool. But it was like 30 bucks knocked down from 40 bucks or something like that. So I, I got it too, but I haven't played it. But Switch Up, like probably my favorite uh, Switch review 
the YouTube channel. Like they liked it a lot. So, and they like, they're very similar in my taste. So I was always wanting to check it out. Is it still on sale? Pro- possibly. I don't know. Um, check it out. Give it a look. Uh, one thing, I, one thing I did want to mention, it wasn't on the direct, but I did, I did play the demo of Gunbrella and that game is awesome. Like I totally want to buy that game. Like it, it controls wonderfully. And the demo is like about an hour and a half. You get to play through the first level and the first boss is hard as shit, but it's super dark too. And it's all gritty. It has this like film, this like film noir feeling to it. And the main character, you you see your family get killed at the very beginning. It has a lot of like, uh, um, has a lot of like Katana Zero, uh, my friend Pedro vibes, like that sort of thing. But it's so I always we've talked about it before. But you're kind of the penguin, right? Like, yeah, I've seen people. Ju- well, we joked about that. Yeah, it's a penguin simulator because you have because you have an umbrella that shoots stuff out of it. But it but you get you know you you have like weapons that you can upgrade. It's almost it's kind of Metroidvania a little bit, I guess, but it just controls really well. You can do this thing where you jump up and float with the umbrella. You can use the umbrella to like shoot bullets back at people or to bounce them back at people and stuff like that. I'm just saying try out the demo. Like I was really blown away by it and I just thought I'd just try it a little bit and I played all the way through it. So, I definitely want to play sure. the regular game cuz it's it it's like it's it's made by the same people who did a Gato Roboto. Like if you remember that game was really was oh, really? really was really solid. So yeah, it's the same developer. Okay. Well, there you go. That so there you go. Want to play it. But it's really it's really good. So yeah, check out the demo. I I was blown away. And I it's 15 bucks. The game is only 15 bucks. So I'm planning on buying it cuz it's yeah, and it got great reviews too from what I saw. And I've got two great It's it's demos. punk it's punk as hell too. So that's I like that. It's bloody and you can do like it's you know you can do kind of like the downstab of Zelda, but you like fall and you just shoot people with the shotgun, and you kind of like shoot up a little bit when you do it. It's it's just the controls are like so good, the way it works. And that that boss that I fought was hard as fuck, but like when you get to it, it's so rewarding. Like it's it's very cool. It's a very very cool game. I highly recommend it. I pre-ordered Super Mario Wonder today, so I got that taken care of. Physical, right? Uh, uh, yep, physical. Okay, so yeah, because you were at GameStop, you'd sent a. Thanks for checking on the amiibo there. I do, I do have yeah, those uh, so Monster much. Hunter yeah, ones already. But if you yeah, see that's awesome amiibo, any of the Xenoblades, yeah, let me know. Rare. I <laughs> yeah. don't know if they actually were. They were the the what you call it, the Monster Hunter ones. Yeah, yeah. And then some some of them from uh, Xenoblade, I think. But uh, yeah, so I, I pre-ordered Super Mario Wonder. I don't know what the bonus is. I know there is a bonus at GameStop, but uh, I'm not I'm not clear what it is. And then the other thing I did this week was I finally repaired my 8-bit dough. So I had the busted stick before where it was just worn down to a nub. It was pretty much just like there was nothing really to put your thumb on anymore practically. It was just a little stick pointing out of the controller. So I said, okay, I got to do it. And, uh, yeah, you can only – so I went, I went on 8-bit dough's website, and you can order parts for the controller. So I ordered this, the new sticks. So it's the same sticks that, you know, I got before, which are probably going to wear out in a couple of months. but it, it at least gave me the confidence that like, okay, this is pretty easy. Actually, it took me about 10 minutes to crack it open and snap the new stick on. And uh, so I'm already looking at. You should have made a video out of it. Could have thrown <laughs> it on our YouTubes. Yeah. I should have. But yep. Yeah, got a new controller now, basically. So nice. I'm happy with it. That's awesome. I bought a whole new controller instead of doing that. Yeah. The replacement part was, it was three bucks, but shipping was more, it was total like 10 bucks with shipping and everything so it was pretty simple 10 minutes you know i just watched some guy on youtube do it and that's it you know you just wait the, the tough part was just opening the thing up because you got to take the screws out the back and then once you do that um the controller is like really tightly uh put together they give you um they recommend getting a, a, a prying tool which is i guess a common like a electronic sponge. tool 
yeah so you'd get that in there and pry it open but once you do that it's easy to just pull the stick off and then snap the new one on are there any sort of like springs or anything that you gotta like keep an eye on to not pop out no there's no springs or anything like that um although the shoulder buttons are just like not really even attached they're just kind of loosely in there and and uh held on by the shell itself so that was the do they have the a, a spring like function on them or okay that's no, the that's no the spring. part about the like taking apart game boy advances and super yep. nintendo controllers i learned is the spring mechanism and the uh the rnl buttons that is the hardest no. thing to like put back in if you like take it apart wrong also the um the hinge which uh if you yes. ever if you ever come up here yes. i'll just give you that game boy advance because i I basically made it way worse than it was. I, I tried to super glue it and I totally fucked it up and I broke it in a different way because I super glued it or whatever. So maybe you can do anything Oops. with it. I, I kind of just made it way worse than it already was. And it sucks because it's a really, because it was a really pretty, whatever. I need to remember that. Um, when I come up to your house warming, I, I should bring my tools. We should, I should make a, a note of that. Yeah. I'll show it to you and see if you can help it or not. I kind of, I kind of well, made, it, I kinda made, it, I kinda made it worse. Else, I can <laughs> take it back with me and fix it. I can send it back to you. I kind of fucked it up. I'm trying to recall how the shoulder buttons have that, uh, you know, uh, spring, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, it's not an actual spread, but I think it's a, I think it was just a piece of metal or something that's like, you know, bent in such a way that there's some tension. As a spring. I think so. Yeah. It's still a spring. Yeah. <laughs> Not yes. like a coily little spring. Anything but... that pop, pops back is a spring-like mechanism, from what I, I guess understand. So. Yep, because it's like, like nothing... potential energy that's stored that you release. Yeah, it's nothing loose that's going to fall out or whatever. It's just a little plastic from the uh, shoulder buttons. But yeah, I'd, I'd encourage anybody if your controller is busted, if you have an eight-bit dough, just pop it open. It was pretty easy, about fifteen minutes. Nice. Well, let's uh, let's bring back from that and uh, end this episode because I don't think. Uh... I don't think we have any. Is it? But I don't think we have anything else we need to mention here for news wise. Nope. Right? I'm good to call it. Uh, thanks everybody for listening to episode 388. Uh, you know we have a community page on Facebook. You can go there and let us know how you feel about the direct and all that stuff. We should. We should. We didn't mention this because we were talking shit earlier. That did we mention that Nintendo actually released the the video this week? Oh yeah. The what? Uh, yeah. Miyamoto yeah, and that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's exactly what you expected. It was just Mario or. Martinet. It seemed like too, too little together. too late sort of scenario, yeah. Yeah, like I don't know why they couldn't release that two weeks ago, but <laughs> there was no, nothing new. But they made sure they did it before the Direct. They made it yeah. before all the, the Martinet erasure. It just feeds into my whole like headcanon of like, dude had no idea that they were already moving on and then they just were like we gotta let them know before the direct comes out it, it's like when it's like when you're like in a, in a in a marriage and like and like your wife has been making all these plans like without you and then you get a divorce and all of a sudden you don't have a house and then you're and then you're dead on a toilet in a couple months you know that yeah. sort of thing happened to a family member of mine it was real rough but yeah uh not to end on a down note but you know sometimes people plan things and you don't know about it and they just like all of a sudden you're homeless so uh yeah but if you want to hear us talk about Charles Martinet before we saw uh, that video and all that, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. We have two new expansion packs on there now about Charles Martinet and about rumors that we thought were true, that were totally not true when we were kids. And also, there is a full two-hour WART radio playlist, which is pretty awesome. Like, I put that shit together and lived it and loved it. So if you want to hear all the stuff that we... It's it's a little it's a little wrestling theme heavy at the beginning, but 
it's still still worth it. But uh, yeah, you can listen listen to all all the all the in- intros and outros from the episodes on that at the at the five dollar feed, and you can you can get it for free for a week. Um, you can get a trial through that. Also, it's uh, all of our Patreon stuff is on uh, Spotify as well now because I added it through the website or whatever. So you can listen to it there if you're a patron and you like Spotify. So there you go. Also, you can find us on forever still called Twitter at Nintendo underscore domain and at JMAX stack for Jeremy. Um, also youtube.com slash Nintendo main podcast. Uh, we did, uh, we actually played turtles, uh, shredders revenge, uh, the discord. We did a little, uh, play through talk of that uh, on Monday. So we did some multiplayer of that. And I did some survival also a little bit just to try it out, but I like to play in with the new characters and, you know, cry and Jojo and all that. Also, twitch.tv slash podcast. You can see my streams on Monday night. I'm going to probably stream uh, F-099 until I'm dead because it's the best game ever ever released. So check that out. Um, yeah, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Bukowski on Twitter. And thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. See, see ya. See, see ya. I should have been recording the whole time. Damn it. Could have been. We said such good things about hepatitis and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was there. The hepatitis conversation for NBC. Remember that huge hepatitis conversation we had? That's what we Well, I actually had to rattle off every STD I could think of before I finally got to hepatitis. (laughs) Yeah, because I couldn't. That's the one. I couldn't remember. I almost was getting alphabetical with that shit.